I'm your host, as always, the Robin Hood's Chief Communications Officer, Jaffe Ryder. WPRPN.com is the website. We will uh, ask you to drop by and take a look at. Uh, even even if you've already done so, it, it might be a good thing to surf around uh, and dig around a little more, see what potential new content you can come up with. Bottom line, of course, is that sign-up is free. All you simply need is a username, an email account, and password. From there, everything should be pretty straightforward. If you have any issues along the way, just get back to us via our main email address, pirate1radio at protonmail.com. That's the numeral one as well. No need to spell anything out. Simply pirate1radio at protonmail.com. We'll do whatever it takes to help set you in the in the right direction. Uh, pirate1radio at protonmail.com is a handy email contact to have as well too if you're wanting to help us out via paypal always appreciate the donations that do come our way or you have either show or guest ideas in mind shows you like to see produced guests you like to perhaps help send our way we will offer you uh, full co-production credit of course so that's always something worth keeping in mind. But bottom line, yeah, we're continually on the hunt for quality uh, personalities, people to talk to. Uh, mostly, of course, we haven't brought this up in, in recent times, but bottom line here with respect to what we do, our, our mandate, the way that we operate is we are mostly dedicated to promoting voices from out of the underground, the up-and-comers, the less established or well-known people and personalities, people who have yet to have their, their stories heard. And, um, well, at the same time, warrant a wider audience, of course. That's what this is all about, the platform that we make available to the public twice a week, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 out on the East Coast, uh, Tuesday and Friday nights. That is, of course, Saturdays here, Wednesdays and Saturdays, back in the Seoul and Tokyo time zone, currently 12 p.m. noon, although next week, That'll be changing. We are going to shake things up as we uh, have to do every year, of course. And we'll be looking at a 1 p.m. start rather than the 12 noon end of things. And that only affects people here in the Asia time zones and region of the world back in the West. It'll all stay the same for you. No worries on that front whatsoever. So uh, do check out the social media links we have to offer via Minds, 
youtube.com. The handle over there, the channel we have in place is simply Pirate Radio Network via Minds, uh, or rather Facebook, of course, my personal Jaffe32 timeline. We have all sorts of other social media, uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, which is not a part of this week's news streams, mostly because of the way they just continually keep to hammer us. There's no doubt that we're being targeted, given the fact that we're not afraid in any way to pull back when it comes to speaking uh, speaking the truth, speaking our minds, uh, launching these liberty-fueled truth bombs, as we put it. So what do you expect is going to happen? Of course, the people are going to push back. Uh, you could even say rise up to a certain extent, but at, at least speak out, of course, and have their voices heard. So what the, the powers that be are to make of all that is, is entirely up to them. Although, as we've seen via social, uh, rather Silicon Valley over the past number of years, their true colors, or for that matter, simply color, red, has definitely very much been shining through. Uh, they're not really going out of their way to hide too much when it comes to the extreme agenda that they are embracing and promoting very much anti-free speech, anti-so much everything that we had been accustomed to as Westerners post-World War II and, and, and prior as well, but I, I would say post-World War II generation, Generation X, and beyond, of course, right up into current times where we find ourselves presently. So the torch has been passed to this generation. In some ways, we are the elders, uh, many, many folks over the years, as time marches on, disappearing, dying off, essentially, is the way that things operate with respect to life, of course. Uh, we're all here to go, but there's a lot of, I would say, responsibility that do, does uh, rest on our shoulders and I know speaking personally for myself, I'm going to try my best to do everything I can to ensure that when I go to my grave, um, I have not, have not been derelict in my duty as it were, or shirked off the responsibilities uh, as far as taking a close look at, at the issues that impact us as a society. What more could a person have done 
on this earth at this time to help promote a more uh, positive type state of living conditions really for for the world as a whole starting with yourself naturally and then reaching out to others working together in many ways if that is in any way possible and i think we're finding that to some degree here we're seeing that with the people who are even if only in the loose affiliate type manner becoming part of the WPRPN.com network and beyond. Obviously, the, the flagship here, Pirate Radio Podcasts, uh, leading the way as, as it is. So uh, speaking of community, crew, and, and family, we do have a couple folks here on board this go-around, which is very much appreciated. Someone who missed out on last week's news stream, we were expecting him, but for whatever reason, wasn't able to make it. He's here this go-around, and uh, before actually we even get to him or, or Angel out of uh, Florida, USA, let's just remind people that if all else fails as far as supporting us and the network and the Operation Secret Santa um, World Charity Telethon ext Christmas extravaganza we have coming up starting as it typically does, December 15th, that basically, um, if all else fails, remember, just take a couple moments or minutes to like comment share pass on to your friends and family what we have to offer not only them of course but co-workers too let them know what we have going on here and uh hopefully you'll indicate to them that it's maybe a little something different than what they uh people typically come across with respect to the live streaming uh underground uh, digital online culture so there we go that's about it as far as it an an introduction is concerned and uh all of it as it typically is for the most part strictly improvised so just doing our best here to get the message out to the public and hopefully fire people up to the point where they will want to become more engaged engaged citizens as it were not activists but rather engaged citizens so uh, angel thank you you've picked this up again here in syndication this go around you've got uh yep. public streaming network all fired up so flow radio what more can you tell us about things uh well everything is lovely on my end and uh yeah we got you loud and clear here and uh we're looking at some uh, big audience numbers, hopefully, tonight. I know the World Series is on here over on the West, but, uh, you know, uh, I think the Braves got this one locked up at 7 nothing, and it's the decisive game of they win. So all those people listening that are, are watching, forget the World Series. It's about pirate radio right now, and uh, listen to this instead of that. You know, who cares about baseball? But we're doing good on this end, brother. <laughs> that's great yeah that's a, a great point of course too so i used to be a real 
big baseball fan following things pretty close as best I could when I was same here teenager you know when I was yeah. younger uh, these days though it's just as with professional hockey the NHL uh, I had a background in that whole uh, culture growing up in Canada of course my brother is he's off in Calgary now with rubbing shoulders with some of uh, the biggest names out there within the industry uh, clearly my life's path has taken a different direction and trajectory just slightly uh, <laughs> yeah yeah well the black sheep of the family you know so and what else would you expect them to do but become a, a an independent underground live streaming voice of of uh pirate radio so over in in south korea <laughs> uh well why sure. not it, if it works for you man it should uh be no matter where you are remember home is where you hang your hat this is where so. i'm meant to be this is where yep. i'm meant to be it's, and and all you listeners out there too don't forget as as strange and bizarre uh, you know, sometimes people do have comfortable living, uh, living environment, which is, which is great, but others out there struggling who find their, themselves with the, their backs against the wall. Uh, it does help to have friends, of course, but bottom line is, is as you say, Angel, home is where you hang your hat and wherever, wherever you find yourself currently is where you're meant to be. And that's why people who are connecting with us here live have made that decision of their own free will and accord to to tune in and check out what what Jaffe and the crew have have uh, cooking here. This go round segment number one hundred and sixty nine of that's a that's a good number. World Pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a pretty good number. I you know I was born in sixty nine. Uh, I talked to Missy about this when we had her on board couple weeks ago now but uh born in 69 and it's it is a great number i'm i'm actually a cancer as well too so it it, it ties into things astrologically for us on that front and 69 has 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 been a big part of of my life uh up until now the least of which i would imagine would would uh take on well i'm not sure if <laughs> what what to say exactly to what are you trying to say uh, there jaffe <laughs> the, well the, you know the, the sexual end of things that that everyone is familiar with uh that just that's a no-brainer uh it's how we s s some of us from time to time uh, engage and uh connect with our with our partners you know our lovers yep so you know yeah. it's funny because numbers play a big thing uh, i used to uh be not so much into it but then one day i, I started noticing patterns within numbers and yep. i called into our back then it was uh, art bellstone he had the numbers lady on his show one day and okay. i got through and i got to talk to art this is years before i was on dark matter cool. Right and I got to talk to him about numbers and about Tupac, and when he died, the numbers all connected to seven, and and yada yada yada. And then I started looking at myself, and I'm like, I was born in '77. 
my favorite movie came out in 77. I played baseball, and my number was 77 out of pure coincidence because I didn't ask for it. Um, and so far, everything adds up to seven, which is like bizarre mm. world for me. For me, 77 mm. and seven is like my numbers. And in my favorite rapper ever, Tupac, 77, seven, he died, you know, 25, two plus five, seven. So, I mean, the, the seven plays a big deal, and there's a, a whole lot of that in, in astrology, which when you start looking at it, numbers are, are are bizarre, but they do play a big deal in our lives. And most of us don't even look that. they We overlook it, and we don't realize how big and important they really are. Lucky seven, that, that is indeed the case. So, and, and just to cap things off here, uh, as per what I shared with Missy when we connected a couple weeks ago, I had a phone number back in Canada, 692-6969. Just had it kind of gifted to me. I had the choice between that and another number. And myself and, and the operator, we kind of chuckled about things a little bit. And I just, I, I, I took it. I, <laughs> I guess I could have said, oh, hell no, not me. But uh, you know, just, I guess a uh, sense of adventure couldn't, I couldn't turn away from it. So somebody else who maybe is a little bit into numbers as well, I'm willing to bet is our good friend and old pirate, maybe, uh, out of Los Angeles, California, connecting with us here once again, pirate Larry, how goest thou my friend ahoy it goes great, well great to have you on well. board smooth sailing excellent excellent so uh things you were preoccupied you're busy last go around i don't know if you care to divulge i have no idea what was taking place on your end of things why weren't you able to make it though i was here i didn't get a call weird okay that's really bizarre yeah. so Mm -hmm. Call didn't come through, so I figured, I don't know, I figured you had trouble with YouTube or something. Hmm. But, okay. Uh, All right. No, you're good. For as far as the news goes, you are, as you, you said, like, you're down with the news. It's just that the Friday night feature shows are a little more tough for you, mostly because you're trying to make time for family and just relax, basically, is what you I have said. grandkids to come over, and I want to I wanna be able to play with them, and they're, sure. they're loud. Yeah. How old? How old are they? They're uh, two and four. Mm -hmm. Boy and girl. No, uh, two boys. Oh, really? Yeah, they're rowdy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's great. So, uh, really, yeah, really... little pirates. <laughs> <laughs> what do they think of Grandpa? Mm, I'm a pirate poppy. They call you Poppy Pirate or Pirate Pirate Poppy. That's what they uh -huh. call me. How'd that nickname come about? Uh, they saw me on YouTube. Oh, Pirate Poppy's well, kind of famous. Me, yeah, yeah, I was famous. So, what's your channel, by the way? Just in case people are wanting to to check it so, out. Piratas de Dios. It's uh, P I R. A T A S D E D I O S. It's okay. all one word. And uh, that's how you find me on YouTube. All right. 
got a handful. Uh, share that with us in the in the Skype here, Larry, and we can we can share that with folks out there via the restream end of things. So, uh, yeah. In the meantime, Love Shack is dropping in via D Live. White Trash Beautiful has just followed along with a couple of others. Shelly of the Red, Dozer 420, uh, Frank Arrow. Deconspiracy is on board this go-around. Great to see him connecting via DLive, saying that the dickheads have banned him as of yesterday. Now, I'm not sure if that's regarding DLive or what exactly, and if so, what that was uh, regarding how that came about. But I thought he got his uh, stuff back on DLive. You, you're familiar with his story, Deconspiracy? Yeah. What happened now? No idea. We're waiting for him to, to get back to us here through text. Lumberjack Steve, 388. And it's, hey, great that you're dropping in, gentlemen. Love Shack. And uh, a couple lurkers as well, too. Uh, as always, of course, we do invite, solicit your input. Uh, over on your end of things, too, let's not forget Angel. SoFlow Radio and uh, PSN, your public streaming network. Do you have any means for people to uh, text via live chat? Or is that not in place yet? No, we have, yeah. If uh, anybody uh, who's listening who doesn't know already, they could uh, chat me on uh, Facebook. Uh, they could chat directly on the website. If you go to uh, publicstreamingnetwork.com, there's an open live chat right on the main website. You could chat there and ask any questions. I put it on there for the shows. So people listening could just send me a chat and, and we'll read it on there. So anybody who wants to ask a question, if you're too shy to call in because you don't like your voice on the radio because your, your, your feelings get hurt when you hear yourself, chat away. I'll, I'll make sure it gets right on the air. No problemo. Yeah, it's, I'm not sure but if it's so much with people's, their feelings getting hurt as it is. I know myself, I'm a voyeur. I realized this a while ago. I'm I'm a voyeur versus the kind of people others you find on social media who are total exhibitionists. You know, they're out there in front of the camera, jumping around, flashing their their breasts, or at least a you know fair decent amount of cleavage. And who that's can what really I do. Blame them? Yeah, yeah. The, the I, I like showing my titties, uh, Jeffy. That's what I like doing. You know, you know they're known they're known <laughs> as moves, right? Man boobs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you call so, them two, and I call them mentids. Oh, what, what the heck? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> man titties. You know, man titties. Man titties. Oh, man titties. I, I okay. Yeah. There we go. Man so, boobies. Yeah, but and Larry yourself, what do you think? Voyeur or or exhibitionist? Somewhere in the middle. I just kind of hide out. What's going <laughs> on? You're a hermit, dude. You're a total hermit. Yeah, I'm a hermit. I'm a hermit. Right? You, you look like a hermit, like an old hermit with his walking stick, you know, staff, almost Gandalf-type mm -hmm. character. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. They, they have said that before. 
yeah, I, I'm I'm just a hippie. I'm you know I'm a hippie. I've been an ancient hippie. That's what I'm. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> okay. And playing pirate guitar. Oh, that that as well too. Correct. So we're gonna try to open up the Skype on the other uh, machine that we have here, and see if it comes to attention. We have lost our audio over on the desktop, which is really unfortunate. It, it just, I'm not sure what's behind it all, how it all came about. Been doing a little troubleshooting here. Not really going to get into it too much on air. This is the sort of thing from a technical standpoint that it's best just to discuss when you're not live streaming, of course. Uh, however, simply so that our listeners do know it's one of the things that we're struggling with here technically not affecting the show to this point at least because it is uh it is simply uh, it's it's on the other the, the desktop which we don't live stream through uh what it's leading me to do however is to listen to everything as far as audio is concerned through a set of headphones whether we're doing the live stream, which is the case now, yes, with the headphones, or when we're when we're off the air, so I uh, one more thing I'm going to do here is take these speakers and plug them into another, uh, probably you know the computer either either here, the the notebook, laptop, or or the wife's. Sounds sounds like a driver went bad. Yeah. Yeah, driver because Linux is always trouble with drivers. Yeah, I, I I think you might be right actually, and I'm I'm been scratching my head, looking into it, digging around via the interwebs, seeing if uh, we could come up with a solution, trying out a few different things, and nothing to this point is working. But we'll get on top of it here eventually. So that's not a really a priority to talk about right now. What is a priority, however, is to give a shout out to Janie Walker. And Janie. Yeah, over on, on Facebook, holding things down via that end of things. Always great to see her uh, connecting with us yeah. via, via Facebook. So she's saying, yes, Angel. Glennis McCants was the numbers lady. Oh, good memory. She is still on yes. occasionally with Nori. Yep. yep. Nori. And I, I bought about eight numerology books. It was all consistent. So Glennis McCants. Well, why don't we get her on for book, get her book for two, next year, 2022. There's a lot of twos in that year. Yeah, yeah so. I, I might be able to pull that off. Maybe she'll remember me. I don't know. I mean, she was like blown away by the whole Tupac thing because I went on and on about it. And Art was like, well, I was not aware of that. That's amazing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. The Art Bell laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Good old, good old Art. God bless him. So uh, upward and onward with uh, Jim Mars and so, so many others. Uh, it's you know that's that's our destiny too here eventually as we've discussed on the time or rather on the show from time to time that yeah we've lost a lot of people over the years man you remember um dr roger lear 
with the implant yeah. Uh, yeah. doctor. Uh, well, yeah. it was uh, funny. I had him in. Um, remember the the guy who was doing the Roswell rods, Escamilla. No, Jose Escamilla. No, I know well, the Roswell, it, the Roswell Rock. No, no, no. The Roswell Rods, where they were, uh, he was filming uh, in a cave, and he picked up these creatures that like fly in between, like um, I guess uh, frames. They're like so fast you could only capture them, and like in certain yeah. frames of a picture or yeah. video. Yeah. And uh, he became famous because of that. I had him on my show because yeah. he became a buddy of mine. And Roger Lear was on with him. They were editing a movie together. And we got Roger, this is back in Skywatchers day, and we got Roger on the phone for a couple minutes, and he agreed to be on Skywatchers, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, and he died a few days later. And I'm like, no, we lost Roger Lee, and then Jose Escamilla passed away shortly after that. So we've lost so many good people in, uh, in the world of ufology and paranormal over the last decade. It's really sad. Yeah, but it's also a wake-up call, it should be at least, for all of us, once again, just to drive this point home, the fact that we're just passing through. We're, we're, we're visitors, really, in, in a very temporary temporary form. <laughs> you know, the whole, the whole point, ultimately, through the course of our lives, is to say goodbye to the world and, and who we were at, at this time. Through, you know, throughout the uh, the life that we had here, the opportunity, and hopefully we did make the most of the opportunities in a good way that did not impact people ne negatively, of course. Bottom line is to do no harm. I think it's an... It, Larry, you're familiar with the term ahimsa? Speaking of which... Let's I think he, before, he's uh, muted himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> he sometimes fumbles around. He's bloody mutes. How do we get back? Where is that? It's disappeared on me it again. It means so. no rancor. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's no rancor. Kind of like that. Yeah, zone of Ahimsa peace. Ahimsa is without rancor. Without rancor ever towards anybody, anything. Yeah, right. Z zone. No, no hatred. Uh, no rancor. My, yeah, that sounds good. Another another definition or kind of angle is zone of peace. Of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd like to look into that a little more. I think it's a Sanskrit term. And term. Usually the it ah. Is. Yeah, and you're right. You're actually better with the Sanskrit than me, I'm pretty sure. But the ah is a, is a negation, correct? Right. Yeah. Right. See that? So it's just like rancor. Just like with English, folks, and guess what? Yeah. Just like Korean, it's the they they say they say an an anida anida an everything's like yeah. So in in English, it's un un usually or 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 ear, um, yeah. but it usually yeah. So Sanskrit, English, Korean. There's multiple examples, and uh, I, I suppose we could. We could actually prepare for an entire show all about the linguistics as far as why this is. Why are there so many parallels that we see here with respect to the language, uh, English, Sanskrit, and Korean in particular? Uh, and now is this not the time? 
maybe we could encourage people who are interested and, and so inclined. I think we do have a few folks out there in the audience who do live in Korea, not a whole heck of a lot, unfortunately, but that's just the way it goes with the demographics here. And as far as the expat community is concerned, but, uh, you know, word is slowly getting out via the, you know, the, the moccasin telegraph, as we, we like to put it. Lumberjack Steve talking about how, speaking of, of no rancor, that was the kind of the segue I was hoping to, the direction I was hoping to take things here. Reverend Jim has been banned from DLive, it sounds like, for a week. He's saying it's it's such uh, bullshit. Yes. And uh, we, uh, let's keep it clear. It's a bunch of malarkey, as our president would say. Malarkey. Can yes. we say that on like what? What's the deal there with with the PSN and and SoFlow uh, as far as profanity is concerned, Angel? I've I've never really got clear with you on that. Oh, you can uh, say whatever Rick shit you want. That doesn't matter. But I'm saying for like other oh, platforms, so you don't like hurt yourself. Like on our network here on audio, you're good to go. But you know, like since you stream in other places. You know, it's just for your own safety on those other areas. On our network here in the audio, I own most of this stuff. So, I mean, who's going to fire me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just reading the comments, basically. So, as as they're uh, laying, laying them out here through DLive and, and other, other means. But uh, F-bomb coming our way here. Uh, uh, we could say FIG. You know, it's all figged up, folks. Remember? The little acronym we came up with, Fear, Ignorance, and Greed, that is essentially COVID-1984. If you look at it from all various angles, you find the presence, very much central presence of fear, ignorance, and greed. Even the psychiatrist that we had on, uh, Dr. Mark McDonald, one of America's frontline doctors, joined us probably a month or so ago now. One of the, the book that he's coming out with quite shortly goes by that very name, Pandemic of Fear. So for very, very much for a good reason, of course. And, and the powers that be, they know exactly how humanity can be manipulated, can be steered from, a, from the standpoint of social engineering the way that the, those this this technocratic uh, tech and kraken too technocraken that's a, that's another that's another good one it's called the technocraken the way that the, the technocraken uh, operates that uh, hashtag squid game uh, that it's it's basically one of the most primitive impulses that we have as humans of course we can so easily be triggered when it comes to uh, manipulation of of uh, from the standpoint of fear ignorance i guess is uh, i was listening to to bruce springsteen and obama the so-called renegades they put together an eight uh segment conversation basically of uh, eight installments basically recorded uh, with them sitting down and talking about a whole number of various themes. And uh, 
that, that was one of Bruce's claims is that it, it, you know, fear is definitely present. It's an issue. Uh, it's a universal, uh, you know, something we find everywhere, of course, but it really arises out of ignorance. Uh, I think that's what he, I think that he was trying to get across. Basically, I'll have to go back and listen. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was his, uh, what he was working on, on conveying to the to the wider world. Although he might have just talked, been talking about fear. I don't know if he went as far back as to really, you know, link things to to ignorance. So, but that it, it is true. I do believe that. Uh, and if you take a close look at things, it, it, that's, that's how so often, you know, things play out so much of so many of, of the worst things that we th- thought would possibly happen to us and that we're prepared for, which is good to prepare for in your mind, of course, but so many of the worst things that we ever thought would, would happen never, never do. They never will, and they never do, in, in case people haven't noticed that. But uh, it is, you know, as, as many of us say, uh, hope for the best, be prepared for the worst. There's nothing wrong with preparation. So uh, there we go. Now, trying to keep an eye on the comment end of things here. Well, also wanting to be a little more disciplined this go-round and keep the focus on the the talking points as it were. So, you know, we do have a whole laundry list of items to get to. We've even got a few little video clips, believe it or not, a few items that hopefully we will not have censored as was the case with the, the Halloween song that we, that we included uh, as a closing item basically to the, the show that we put together just last week. So it, it happens sometimes, of course, you never know when you're going to pick up a copyright strike. Uh, it, it's been really hit and miss in with Facebook, but I tell you, uh, you know, sometimes they, we have these really obscure licensing companies or, or music and entertainment companies occasionally it seems it's the bigger ones, but all too often it's, it's, it's a name that, uh, unlike Sony, for example, that, that I've never heard of very underground and obscure. And it seems like it's, it's the same ones over and over again, which is really odd and peculiar. At the same time, we, we appeal over on Facebook stating that, you know, we've looked at the clip and we see nothing that we can we can see. Uh, uh, in, I love this term inf- infringes on on copyright and is outside the bounds of fair use. And typically, we manage to come out uh, on top, believe it or not. And they they allow our video then to be uh, to remain to stay on Facebook. So. Once again, though, really peculiar the way that shows, the live streams we were doing. Uh, it was about a month there, a month in particular where things really started to take off. 
and we were picking up hundreds of views with the shows that we were putting together uh, via Facebook alone. Now yeah, it's as if they've they've throttled something down <laughs> uh, to the point where we're lucky to to rack up maybe maybe twelve or or fifteen as many no more than 20, 20 people checking out what we have to offer through Facebook. So Twitch is a little better, interestingly. And DLive doesn't really keep track of the numbers for whatever reason. Uh, BitChute, of course, has got us shut down right now. We're unable to upload any content over there for some reason. Vinny Eastwood is a, someone who dropped by quite recently as well too and complained about the very same thing when we brought the issue up he agreed that he's having he's having trouble as well so it seems like you know there's a lot of people out there who are running into these problems so odyssey and rumble that's where we've got our sights set on right now presently as far as the archive content if you want to share the links with your friends, family, and coworkers, those are the ones, those are the out, out, uh, outlets and, and platforms to, to look at and, and uh, to help, uh, you know, promote what we have to offer. So it's, it's really a case of starting, starting all over again, unfortunately, but that's the way it, it has to be done. And uh, I don't know what more person can really say. Uh, Larry, do you have any thoughts? Maybe then we'll, if Angel wants to jump in there, we can let him do that. But how about we hear from from Pirate Larry first? Odyssey is great. And so is, uh, so is uh, Rumble. A lot of people are moving to Rumble. Yeah. We're, we're not getting any, any Rumble, traction, though, is interesting. Hardly Rumble anybody's checking their stuff out. Rumble just bought locals. And Sp- uh, spell that, please, for us. L O C E A L S. One more time. L O L O C A L S. Locals. A L S. Locals. Like I local. see. Yeah. Yeah. Locals. In your community. In your community. So. Well, uh, it's no- a site that was set up, you know, to to introduce people to their own communities. Right. And, um, so it's very community oriented. To comment, you have to pay, which goes to the content creator. So that's how they work it. I don't know whether they're going to do that, um, continue that over now that Rumble owns it. But it's an interesting concept. Um, if you want to support the the uh, artist. Or you know the yeah, or the content creator, you comment on their on their stuff. And it's you know like twenty five cents or something. It's not a big deal. I would imagine it uh, runs along the lines uh, similar to what the system that Minds dot com has in place, yeah. as far as uh, maybe like in just viewing content that you pick up a little bit of in the way of booster points, let's say. And then from there, as you engage the platform more frequently, you you manage to 
to uh, to to bank enough so that you can then tip people, tip the content uh, producers. Right. 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 Just getting a comment out right. there. That's, well, well, you know, it was an interesting uh, interesting concept. I don't know how successful they've been, but they've been successful enough. And they have a deep enough reach so that uh, Rumble, you know, took them seriously. Good. So they're bought. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah we'll see how that all uh, plays out. But in the meantime, Odyssey, Odyssey is, is really what we're most interested in. And hoping that that bit shoot is going to be returned to uh, the state that it was in earlier when it was more user friendly, really, and not. I don't understand what's going on. If it's if it's political, if it's a code coding issue, or what exactly? But yeah, a lot of content producers, it seems, uh, having having problems uploading to to bit shoot. Uh, it's because Angel? they try to distribute it. No kidding. It's, you, it's, you, it's, they yeah. don't have a central server. Yeah, really. That's one of the, Yeah, that's one of the main issues. Yeah. So wait a minute. So they 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 they're not able to handle the because they're getting hit really hard. Then I guess with people wanting to upload their content and yeah, the way they do it, it's kind of like they 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 go through like GoDaddy or one of these companies like. Uh, um, what was their name? Um, uh, the one that got deplatformed, uh, and they were going through uh, Amazon. Um, damn, what's oh, the name? Uh, parlor, parlor, no, yeah, parlor. Uh, just like them, they go through like a, a big company and they don't have their own service in place, so that's why they have that issue. Rumble took care of that, like with uh, Don Bongino. They got their own servers, and uh, they're able to, to actually get the content and not have any issues because it's on their server. Um, and Don Bajina paid a lot of money for that. But the problem I have with all these other platforms, while they're great to upload your stuff on, they don't monetize as well. So, you know, you're in a beyond a brick wall, really, in a, in a sense. Because you know, you know, there's very little chance of making that money. You know, come your way, YouTube for that. You know, give them a little bit of credit. If you do follow their rules and you hit it big, you can monetize and make money. But you have to have like an absorbent, you know, crazy amount of listeners and a few hours and subscribers. Uh, it's a little bit bizarre, but uh, a lot of these other platforms and Rumble doesn't allow you really to monetize that easily, which is sad. And I thought the band.com or the one with uh, Alex Jones and them, I thought they were going to like be an answer for that. And they suck when it comes to that. I mean, it's a great uh, website for what it does, but for the uploading and monetization, it's terrible. It doesn't give you any options. So, How about that? So thank you for that. Rumble, you, just, you just add rumbles. And I don't know whether... Uh... Yeah, I don't know what they translate to as far as uh, cash, but um, Odyssey's these... got it. Odyssey's got it going on, though. There's no doubt about that. They're doing a lot better than the Rumble for sure, and BitChute, obviously. As far as the the yeah. digital booster point end of things, it's a little confusing. Uh-huh. Uh It's I find it a little confusing. So it would probably Ray? isn't that. Pardon? They, they they give uh, crypto, right? Who's that? Odyssey. 
kind of, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of digital booster points is the way that I look at it. I, I don't, I guess there's uh-huh. a, a kind of an e- Ethereum tie in, if you will, where right. you can, uh, I, I could be, could very well be, but let me, I want to ask you about something, uh, something I've been, it's been on my mind the last little while you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, something about a new platform that's specially designed for, well, I think independent musicians in particular are going to find it to be worth their while and checking out. It's called audio us. Is that right? How do you spell that audio us? I don't know. Is that audio.us? I don't know. Don't you remember talking to us about that a couple weeks ago? It's this new platform. No, I don't. Oh, geez, Larry. Oh, no. Well, it have to go up in the chat and things on Skype. And you laid it all out there for us, man. You're talking about. Maybe, maybe, that, was, maybe that was Reverend Jim. No, no. No, that was you. Yeah, you were laying it all out there. Oh, as- I. A new platform. Uh, it's a new platform for musicians. They can upload their content. You suggested that I launch an account, get involved. You even shared the link. You even shared the link. I thought it was Audio Us. Uh, but it could be a different name. It could be a different name. But uh, they they've got a they have a digital reward system in place as well. And you were really you know, touting, touting that. So along with the fact that they're very, uh, you know, user-friendly and, and seem to have everything. Audius.org. Yeah. Yeah. to share and listen. That's A-U-D-I-U-S dot O-R-G. Yeah. Okay. Audius.org. You, you call it. Yeah. It is. Oh, they got Discord. They got. Uh huh. Wow. So yeah. They got a token. What token do they have? Cool. Token. Yeah. When did you running a node? Okay. You can run your own node. When did you first hear about them? Because this is giving me some incentive to get my act together here on a personal front. We've got the Minds World Indie Music Showcase. I don't know. It might be the tenth edition. That we've done now to this point, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, um, coming up shortly. It's within the next couple of weeks. Uh, we we might actually be bringing to you one the one and only Mr. John Potash. Now I'm not sure if you pronounce his name Potash or Potash, but either way, it's it has a little panache, you know, and a little flair that name. So you can, something you can always have fun with. I'm sure there's a few of our listeners out there who over the course of their lives have, have produced a little pot ash, if you catch my drift. Uh, but, you know, he, he put he put a book together. He's, I've written several books from what I understand. One of the most prolific of which, and I think highest profile and best known to date at least, deals with, and you're going to like this, Angel, because there's a two-pack tie-in. The the CIA's The War on Ooh. Rock Stars, or The War on mm. Rock, John Lennon, Tupac, mm. uh, Kurt Cobain. 
Yep. Uh, and and the, so the claim, is, and there's numerous others, the claim is, look at what they did to Hendrix. Not too many people know the real story about Hendrix. They think it was like a, an accidental overdose. That's a total cover-up, total cover story. There's His manager hired his manager, who was a real spooky dude, if you people look into his backstory, who died in a plane crash just a couple years after Jimmy was murdered. He was held down by two thugs that this uh, is, that manager's name was something like Jeffries. Something maybe Jim Jeffrey or Jim Jeffries, or just surname Jeffries. But uh, whatever the case, apparently, so the story goes, and this is from a, an insider who for years did not want to talk about and you know talk about what had happened, what he what he knew uh, had taken place, either the story that he'd heard or uh, something that he'd seen or witnessed firsthand. Sometimes you know how it is that after these things happen, people do talk uh, in in a, whatever fashion. Some, if only just in a very kind of off the cuff remark way of letting people know, indicating that there's a little more to the story than what so many of us have been led to believe. Hence the need to uh, demonize or uh, stigmatize anyone who you can potentially smear or brand as a conspiracy theorist, as it were. You know, with that that term in itself being so much uh, the pejorative nature to things, it's kind of like saying anti-Semitic. Once you do that, like they use it in a way to shut down the conversation or to to uh, attack somebody's credibility. Have have people. Uh, so I was going to say, as far as. Well, there's a, there's a term, there's a word that's just there on the tip of my tongue. I can't quite come up with at the moment, but de, uh, Ill, delegitimize. That's what I'm looking for. Delegitimize what, what's really at stake. But no, his manager, the spooky Jeffries character, I got the name right, uh, who really did stand to gain a lot and benefit from the death of this artist jimmy who wanted out of the contract and nothing more to do with this guy uh much in the way that apparently was the story with respect to elvis and the colonel believe it or not they had a few issues throughout the years in particular you know right around the time where leading up to the day that he died uh, Elvis, no, he was not happy working with the Colonel, but just with Jimmy in particular, they held him down and uh, forced these the red wine basically into down his throat and to the point where his lungs were filled with red wine, apparently just filled with red wine and all these barbiturates and all the pills and what have you that that were equally. You know, forced down into him. So pretty sloppy job if you really think about it. But that's 
what they wanted to do and how it was approached, and then the ensuing cover-up. So you want to talk deep state or what have you, which reminds me, let's not forget the cover photo that we have in place for this week's live stream show segment number 169 of World Pirate Radio News, the Freemason angle to what's taking place in the world of when it comes to child abuse and pedophilia. You know, things don't look too good in the UK and elsewhere, but the one uh, major incident that I'm aware of out of the UK goes back a number of years. What they found, amazingly, I can't believe this actually happened, that because you would think that they would have managed to have just got away scot-free and nobody ever even heard about any of this. But the, the majority of these pedophiles that were rounded up, uh, you know, uh, people who um, you, you would imagine had a fair amount of uh, child porn on their computers or uh, just something that clearly they were uh, obsessed with. Uh, they they turned out to be Freemasons out of the this is out of the United Kingdom, Britain. So is that just a coincidence or what? You know they weren't Catholics, I guess, or Presbyterians or anything like that. Uh, I'm not sure what more to make of things, other than the fact that something to definitely be aware of and further ponder, reflect upon why that's the case. Once again. Just, uh, is it a coincidence or is there something more to things that, that really needs to be looked into? Frankly, I, I really do stand by the, the belief and position. If you were to put, let's say a political platform together, something that we would definitely want to see as part of, you know, they talk about pirate party politics the transparency of anyone acting or involved member of the public service that as with the uk and i'm not sure if this if there's any relationship to what occurred or not with respect to this whole business as far as the whole pedophilia bust and there was quite a few that were rounded up people maybe either uh, either Angel or, or Pirate Larry, if you know how to track that information down, I'm sure you can easily come up with a link or two regarding this whole business. But a, a transparency attempt was made in the UK so that anyone who was a part of a secret society or fraternal organization, uh, you know, such as the with the... So much you find, of course, within the ranks of the police or the judiciary or anywhere you look, really, entertainment, media, so on and so forth. And, yeah, the public sector, professional bureaucrats as well, too, uh, Freemasons, that it would be above board. Your membership to that organization would be made uh, public, essentially. And the reason being is because... Bottom line, 
don't we have to ask ourselves what is it when it when it comes down to this in the sense that where do these people's loyalties lie that's a bit of play on words of course you can look at it how however you like but yeah loyalties and lying where do the loyalties lie uh similar uh, with with they've taken they've sworn oaths and taken pledges uh, oaths to secrecy under the penalty of death these, these sworn blood oaths uh much in the way that you find with within gang culture really uh criminal underground as it were so it makes a lot of sense to me though and, and that's one of the few ways and you know talk about progress well that would be something which would definitely stand to go a long way as far as making progress and working toward building a better a better uh society in in the west and uh, elsewhere asia of course whatever country state province you happen to be based out of you know people who are actually involved in public service as it were having that information made uh, having it above board so that people were aware of who it was exactly they're voting for and where they're where their loyalties actually lay with is it with the fraternal order as with say the skull and bones or with the nation the country itself because when you do take these oaths you do swear your highest loyalty to the fraternal organization that's it that's number one in in their lives as far as things go so something definitely to 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 take into consideration reflect upon maybe we'll see more of that in uh the west as far as north america is concerned i haven't heard too many uh of too many attempts being made on that front this is one of the reasons why we need independent parties independent voices clearly with the way that the two-party system in the states as an example the public dialogue and discourse is is designed the way that it's uh things are structured of course that there's so much that is that is lost and missed out on these you know they it is a rig it remains a rigged game obviously and if uh, if you've got <laughs> there's no easier way to do that than set up uh have these two sides going at it back and forth and you know promoting promoting and then feeding that energy from each end having them go at one another people not realizing that they're being played so but yeah and then of course with the banner that we have as well to rothschild zionism that's a major tie-in it's a great picture of course and something that a lot of us have researched and looked into these are hashtag open secrets uh as far as i can tell it was yes the rothschilds who were a driving force a central central force uh 
behind the founding of the state of Israel. If it wasn't for them, I'm not so sure that Israel would have ever even come about. Well, them and the Holocaust, of course, working together hand in glove, one could even argue what, what, what fashion, what extent exactly is, is anyone's guess. But as always, you know, you have things that occur such as this, this one particular Holocaust and how can we not help but ask ourselves, qui bono? Who does it benefit? So let's let's not let's not forget either that world Zionism as it was back in the day leading up to World War II was a completely uh, elite minority pipe dream, as it has sometimes been referred to. With the the help of the the so-called Holocaust, as it was, that was that was hugely beneficial from a geopolitical standpoint. Uh, with if you Hegelian dialectics, folks, using that as a means of problem, reaction, solution—not that complicated—and that the ends justify the means. This is pure Machiavellian. Politics really is what we're looking at here. You know, Tupac yeah. used to call himself Machiavelli. Go figure. Oh, did he? Yeah. How about that? So, I'm trying to think of something right now that rhymes with Machiavelli. Smackavelli. Or something like that. Yeah. Smack your belly. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, the, you're the guy who's. who's no Wait a second! Is are you going for a fat joke on this one? Because I, I totally see it coming. Oh, am I going to make a bad? Am I, no, I'm not. There's nothing coming from <laughs> my end as far as dissing you or no, no. There's nothing. No, I'm just trying to think of something that rhymes with Machiavelli. There's there's got to be a few words. Obviously, there's nothing that rhymes with orange apparently. But Machiavelli, I know. Let's see if maybe our audience members out there come up with something. But you know, we've got to uh, mm, orange the break here. porridge. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need you don't need things that are perfect rhymes. They're no. uh, Larry. What are they called? Do you know the technical term? They're they're similar. They rhyme. They're close enough. And and good poets, they're not obsessed with rhyming, anyways. You know, they're, they're similes. Just... Yeah, Simile? yeah. Metaphor. Well, no, no. We're talking like a kind of. It's, it's a perfect rhyme. It's it's what it's known as perfect rhyme. Like rhyme, time, uh, grime, what have you. But uh, then there's, a, I don't know, I guess you call it imperfect rhyme. Maybe that's what it is. It's an imperfect rhyme where you have rhyme and then you have, uh, oh, geez, there was a word that <clears throat> I just I just had as well, too. It, it, it rhyme. it's close, but it, uh, like blind, maybe, or something like that. It's done, rhyme, blind, it's a little off. Not entirely, it doesn't exactly mirror, but uh, Brian, or no, no, no. So, anyways, we're a little sidetracked at the moment, but just kind of going with the flow, as it were, uh, backing things up, tracing our footsteps, what has led us to this point, of course. Yes, the 
the really in your face type cover photo that we've put out there. You talk about a hot button issue that's bound to set people off both in a good way and not. Uh, a lot of people once again, looked into this, researched it. And I mean, as was stated earlier, I'll say it again, that essentially without the Holocaust, there would quite likely not be an Israel today, period. It was necessary. It was needed. The, the, the Jews of Europe were very happy where they were and, you know, they very well adjusted members of their community from what I understand. And, you know, people basically got along. So, uh, now the problem of course are the, the banksters, that's the issue, the banksters and what they, the game that they love to play is this whole divide and conquer business. That's why identity politics is so important to what they're all about. And without the, the power of identity politics being unleashed or deployed, and so many people getting sucked in, you know, buying into the, the nonsense that it entails that they, the people would then rather, you would think they'd have more time on their hands and more of a chance to look around and, and, and maybe, uh, see that, wait a minute, we're, we're not as different as so many, uh, so many out there are, uh, within, you know, certain ranks of society that people, some people are trying to make us believe and, uh, where, who's really responsible for all the problems that we're seeing in society, all the discord and inevitably people start to look more to the powers that be the, the puppet masters, of course, who are the people out there really pulling the strings. So, and I think that's what potentially makes them a little bit nervous. Uh, I, I would, you know, you say never, never underestimate, underestimate your enemy as it were. Not that I really regard them as an enemy so much as a class of people by and large is predominant within their ranks that have been bred down through the years. And they possess a very predominant not just sociopathic, but highly uh, psychopathic tendencies. You know, these are, these are sick puppies. These are very sick puppies. And, uh, and not, it's, who knows, maybe uh, Fauci had a hand in making them what they are today to some degree, or people like Fauci down through the years, tinkering with their DNA, running them through all sorts of MK Ultra tests, and the like, but, uh, sure. Selective breeding. That's definitely a big thing. The way that families have, have, uh, intermarried and, and, uh, interbred down, uh, you know, since time immemorial, obviously, but it'll be very interesting to see the way that things play out. You know, we've talked about the first global revolution that comes to us courtesy of the club of Rome. It's right there in their papers. They're very documents. You can easily find the PDF file online. Uh, 
some of it entails, as I recall, the contingency plans, let's not forget, for the first global revolution. I think we're living through it right now, the way that everything is being staged, managed. Uh, let's, you know, let, let, let us not forget. Uh, hashtag lockstep, you know, Rockefellers once again. So uh, time and again, though, we hear about the Rockefellers that so few people stop to realize that in many ways they have they have served and they have acted down through the years as, as a front group criminal organization to the Rothschilds. At least that's how the story goes. George Soros, you know, Winston Churchill. A lot of people don't know about that. He was very tight with uh, that particular family in a, in a big way. So, uh, J.P. Morgan. I'm not sure if there's any other names that come to mind people, people have heard about. But we're going to be back here after the break. Now is as good as a good a time as any, I suppose. And we'll try to shift the focus more to the actual news items we've prepared for you here, including not just what's taking place in social media, but also the, the walkouts, resignations, and the like that we are seeing within the ranks of airline pilots, uh, doctors, nurses, military, police. And, and, and many more, of course, many more sectors of society, people just saying, no, hashtag Nuremberg too. Why is that hashtag not available via fake book? Why has Zuckerberg shut that down? Hashtag the great awakening. If people run a search, they'll find it's the same sad state of affairs. Nothing comes up. They, it is a simple disclaimer talking about community standards and community safety. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So, uh, a lot of talk, JFK Jr. <laughs> In the last couple of days, which, yeah, I do find quite laughable. What's up with that? I saw something about a bunch of masks on Twitter that oh, supposedly geez. he's been wearing over the years and he's in hiding. I'm like, oh, yeah. ah, come it's, on, really? People, no. you believe that stuff? You know, like. It's a psyop. It's a total psyop. Yeah. Total psyop. I'm, I'll, I'll say right now, my, you know, I might be wrong, but no, no, no. It's, you know, it's a psyop and it's just people are gullible and because they're wanting to believe that's it's you know hope trust right operation trust yeah the bolsheviks launched back in the day yeah yeah you're right and not only that i mean these people are the same ones that believe the QAnon stuff too a lot of them yes that's it well yeah, yeah the jfk jr thing ties in directly to that from what i understand absolutely yeah sure yeah and it's a it's a cult, you know. We culture we have a it's called Western culture, Eastern culture, world culture under you know digital live streaming culture. The, we're all part of one culture or another, whether it's secular or more formal card carrying in nature. It, it just depends. But cults are everywhere, and sometimes you can have. And this is a discussion I never really had a chance to get into with Melissa back when she was on uh she has been 
invited to reconnect at, in some capacity, uh, exchange of ideas, clarification of what's what's really going on. Uh, I'm stating quite clearly for the record that she's been gaslighting us hugely and spreading it could be polite about it and say misinformation or if she's doing it intentionally, then it's, it's, it qualifies as disinformation. But, uh, you know, because I was right there front and center and I'm looking at what she's put out since, since the, the show went live and then it was archived and it's just, it's just total nonsense. But, uh, the point being with cults respect to cults that, they fall under the umbrella and within the context of this this wider this wider realm of just culture in general, of course. So UFO culture, you know, people who are ufologists and and and, and everything else you can possibly imagine. So uh, you know, bikers, they got their own culture going on. We we all do, you know, uh, music culture, just you name it. Analysts, but the fact is, the real point is that you, with respect to these cults, some are benign. Most are benign, actually. I would say, uh, but there, there are some that they enforce more coercive measures, like Jim Jones, of course, Manson, and uh, come up with. I don't know. The Moonies are pretty, pretty wacky and out there, of course. Probably another decent example, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. You're a part of of their their membership for uh, for a time, I guess, back in the day. Angels, what you've you've talked about here. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, yeah. 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 Charles Taze Russell, another Freemason, as we discussed just last week. I guess bringing that name up along with Joseph Smith, it just happens to be another. Another brother who, as to what Mark Windows, I think, as I recall, was telling us when we had him drop by not so long ago. Check out the show, folks, if you haven't already. It is there available in the archives via Odyssey and I'm pretty sure Rumble as well. Not BitChute, unfortunately, still working on it. But uh, the Brothers of Cain, Brothers of Cain, and it's interesting to note that of all people, guess who? Daryl, out of uh, the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. He was in our affiliate group, kind of hanging out. We've been trying to talk to him a little bit over the past few months, really. And he just has, doesn't seem like he's interested in, in <laughs> you know, having uh, maintaining any kind of dialogue. Whereas when we first got together, he was... You know, he was all about just, you know, having a having a good time, making a go of things, producing shows, promoting uh, promoting live streams, and you know, various uh, the productions and, uh, that are put together in one capacity or another with various hosts and so forth, covering a whole range of different items. But yeah, he dropped out of the WPRPN syndicators group just today i think he's still in he's in uh one of the others maybe he's still in the green room who knows he could maybe even be listening right now we've yet to have him on the show we invited him and i know i checked out your story that you published on psn 
And yeah. so was that the next thing you were going to talk about? No, I was going to, well, I was going to bring that up eventually, but I was going to say that uh, his issue might also be that, you know, he's really tied up with a lot of shows right now. I mean, the dude is like always on with the different shows. So, I mean, he's really, really busy. So the little time he has to himself is like, I'm sure sleep time because he doesn't get much of that anymore. So that might mm -hmm. be part of it. You know, maybe like the hours it's just, just don't well, work for him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what I'm saying as well, too, but even though he was syndicating us for a while, that. I don't, I, I've been trying to ask him why it is that like, rather, are we still, is he still picking us up or promoting what we're doing here or not? And, and in, in return, of course, then we would be, uh, you know, it's kind of up to us to help to make sure that people hear about him and what he's doing with respect to, uh, global enlightenment radio network but he's been kind of like ghosting i guess is what the word is really just ghosting me personally for the past mm, that's weird like, he hasn't mentioned it to me but yeah. uh, maybe it's kind of like i don't, remember canisense and uh, daniel i mean they don't answer me back and i've never had any issues with them and every time i message right. them it's like crickets so right yeah, yeah. well why don't you know i, I i've got to get back in touch with daniel here because we have the christmas thing coming up uh, we just heard actually the other day, uh, and I'm going to keep this on the download, sort of anonymous, but uh, Tina Morton supposedly has recently been gifted $250 in CBD products. She is someone, a friend of ours out of Winchester. I think it's it's Winchester, Kentucky. Have you guys heard the name Winchester, Kentucky? Does that ring a bell? Mm, no, uh, I didn't know there was a Winchester, Kentucky. There's a Winchester, Kentucky, really? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, uh, and she's been struggling. Yeah. It's been quite public about the whole thing. It's, it's tricky, too, because always as a host, you have to remember. It's like, geez, did they want this to be kept off the record or not? But, I mean, she's been very public about the whole affair, so it's not like she's trying to hide anything. She's been struggling with cancer of what yeah. form exactly. I'm not too clear. She's undergone chemo. Mm. She's talking about in one of our Facebook chat groups the other day. And I was, uh, my reaction to that was, Oh boy, I, I really hope this works out for her. Cause as we know, Larry, you know, just going the route of radiation and, and, uh, THC, I guess, surgery. CBD. Surgery and, and, and yeah, THC and CDBs. Which they do and not allow. And in Korea here, they'd rather, what they're doing for years now, they've been having so many people just needlessly suffer and die. Suffer and die here in South Korea. It is shameful. Poison. It's disgusting and shameful. Poison. Big hashtag, big pharma. Hashtag Che Balls. You know, this is just this is murder incorporated, folks. Total murder incorporated. Yeah. And uh speaking of Freemasons, you know, I'm pretty sure most of the presidents that they've had over the years have been part of the of that brotherhood. Daryl, as we mentioned earlier, he uh, this is why I brought brought it up actually a bit of a tie-in, because from what I what I gather, uh, I mean, he's seen either he, oh, he I, I think he's a Mason of some form or fashion and uh, maybe like a fraternity going back 
going back a few years. I brought up the boule with him at some point. And uh, I don't know if that kind of caught him off guard or what. He wasn't really expecting it, I guess, and didn't think I was going to take the conversation down that route necessarily. But, I mean, you know, it's out there, folks. If you want to look for these things, uh, hashtag open secrets right on YouTube, type in boule and you know, a couple of guys, Steve Coakley is one fellow. I know, uh, Bobby, Bobby Hammett, as I believe, uh, is another great personality. Someone who really broke things down in a big way. Of course, he saw things, both of them really from the inside, they weren't members or brothers, as it were, fraternity mem- fraternity brothers, but they did break things down quite nicely with the, uh, just the analysis that they did and the presentations that they put forward. I think Steve passed away a number of years ago. Not sure about Bobby, but it's kind of creepy, the whole Boulay society, and pretty, pretty damn queer. So, uh, and I don't mean in this, well, you could look at it in the sense of being a strange sort of way. Uh, that's another term that I think, well, it depends where you go. They, they, <laughs> it's a, it's a word you, you can't use for some reason in certain places on social media. Uh, it's just the whole political correctness business, of course, with total, total nonsense when it comes to anything that, uh, I mean, you can get away with it, of course, more typically, if you're queer yourself, you can, you can call somebody else, you, you, you know, queer this or whatever, you, you stupid little faggot, you know, or you're just, you're all just a, you're my favorite little faggot, you know, or stuff like that. I'm sure like, you know, within the gay community itself, same as within the black community, you can, you can joke, you know, using the N word nagger, you know, South park, right? Folks nagger people who annoy you, those naggers, uh, you can joke about it as a black with other blacks in your, in your presence, people you're talking to, you know, but if you're an outsider, you can't get away with it for some reason. You're not, they don't give you a free pass on that front, even though you, it might be a total joke, of course. So this is an issue that, that Springsteen and Obama going back to this this renegade, so-called renegade, uh, eight-part series podcast that you can find. You got to do a little digging around Greasy Lake. If people are interested, it's freely available there. Uh, off of Greasy Lake, I think Apple carries it as well, and a few other places. But the place I was able to just download an archive there talks was via greasy lake so once again eight part series and they were kind of hung up and all obsessed with the race thing and george floyd and oh god you know and and it's just it was just a little too much where i felt like my stomach was turning uh at at various points really there was something just not right something that was a little bit off as far as well I know from Obama's standpoint in particular, just the lack of uh, authenticity. Total, just, I look at him as a pretty shallow kind of guy, really, as so many politicians tend to be very narcissistic. We've heard that time and again. Well, you know, <laughs> so what else, what would you expect? Look at Trump. I mean, total, total narcissist. 
sorry, Angel, if that offends you in any way or your listeners, but he's he's got a he's got a fair deal of narcissism within. Well, the, you you have to be almost to be in politics these days. You have to be sort of a, right. a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, you can't be just a regular average show. You have to be into yourself big time. You gotta you know love yourself, love your message, and and promote yourself like you're the savior almost to be able to get you know your point across and be very narcissistic, but. Every person in any political power, it doesn't matter your president, you know, whatever, across the board, there's a, a little bit of narcissism in them. They think they're the one, you know, the ones are going to lead, the ones going to do this, the ones going to do that. I remember uh, speaking of Trump uh, when he was running uh, and he had just won. Um, somebody asked him about uh, something they wanted done, and he said, "Don't worry, I'm gonna take care of it." And you know, I and even said, "I'm the one that's going to be able to handle this problem." Sure enough, he he took care of it. I mean, he did you know he he did right. It was the border issue. He was doing the right, but the fact that he says I'm the one who's going to be here to take care of it, like the way he said it, it was like, okay, Superman, thank you. But you, you well, kind of have to have, to have that. that you know? Yeah, 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 I understand that. But you can do it. You can do it. You can do it in a confident manner. But you, you don't necessarily have to have the ego involved i talk to my kids about this all the time how they have this thing here in korea it's called it's called uh, like prince disease or princess disease which refers to exactly this the kind of conceit that self-absorption really people just a little too much into themselves it's called uh, gongju byung is for the women the princess disease and for the boys it's wangja wangja byung which is the prince disease Total conceit, narcissism, vanity, uh, and so forth. But you could be Superman and not have any ego uh, present or have to be all hung up on the fact that you're there as an actor on the stage doing your thing. Hey, everybody, look at me. Aren't I just fabulous? Just, you know, so, so. Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't do that, you don't get attention. That's the problem. Right. Yes, yes. Well, and that's what I'm kind of was kind of getting at earlier with respect to uh, voyeurs as opposed to the exhibitionists, and that's what so many of the exhibitionists and social media and elsewhere, but primarily social media, the way with the selfies and all the stuff that people upload on to the internet, uh, sharing their lives with the whole world, and really just working on. I mean, a lot of the content is very good. It's it's quality quality uh, content. There's no doubt about that. But there's a lot of, as I think we we can all agree. There's, I mean, look at the people who they get so wrapped up in their stories and their delusions. Really, they end up, uh, you know, committing suicide because they're not getting enough attention or likes. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of different examples you can come up with that where people that they invest too much of their egos into the situation, unfortunately. So uh, and I think you really you can still get things done and accomplish what it is that you set out to do without having to uh, bring bring that, you know, the the. Uh, how else would you talk about ego, really, without being too narcissistic about it and, and obsessed with the fact that you're 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 simply the one who happens to be in that position at that time, 
and you've got the responsibility. It's it's you're helping to ascend, to steer things along or to oversee um, whatever project it is you happen to be involved in, whatever sector of society, to the point where you're kind of responsible, really, for keeping the public in the loop and keeping them abreast, up to speed on on what's going on. So, uh, and that's where the rubber hits the road, I suppose. You, you imagine that in the end to either maintain or to lose their trust. And that's one of the things that we really, we really reflect upon a great deal here is our, is our credibility factor, of course. You, know, you see that a lot in you. You see that a lot in ufology, by the way. Uh, not to cut you off, sorry about that. But you yeah. see that a lot of, uh, in ufology, for example, like Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh, my goodness, like he thinks he's like the next messiah. And, uh, you know, he's a nincompoop. I've, I've tried to have him on the air. Uh, you know, he's all so self-absorbed. Uh, he's like, they're going to contact me because I'm Dr. Greer. I'm like, who the hell are you? Like, why would aliens contact you? Oh, because I'm the one. Then you have like the Billy Myers of the world, which is the same thing. Like I'm the one. It's always like they have to be the one and only. And then they bash others to come up with like the same kind of story they come out with because they're not the one. I'm the one. You know, and, and it's like this ego. And ego plays a big part of the whole thing. Narcissism, uh, ego. I mean, all these things are tied in together, Jaffe. They really are. Indeed, they are. So, what what can we do about it? Well, it's it's up to each of us individually, I suppose. Um, and that's for me. Why anyone out there who takes themselves too seriously, I tend to keep an arm's length distance from at least. You know, that's a pretty good indication that there's something a little a little not quite right. <laughs> people who are unable to uh, laugh at themselves a little bit rather than be all too uptight and and uh, just the whole business of taking yourself too seriously, the self too seriously, because it is laughable. The whole thing really is laughable in, in a sad kind of way most of the time, unfortunately. Look at... Uh, well, yeah, we've had a few people here affiliated with the show over the past couple of years who uh, they haven't really been able to take uh, take the piss, as the Brits would say, and take a bit of a joke. And it wasn't meant, and well, some of it was, Angel, it's a little too over the top. <clears throat> well, what do you mean, Jeffy? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> you know. that's all we're going to say. I think you know Kind of a in the mouth, earlier, Tommy boy. In the mouth. Oh, jeez. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, but you know, what what can we what can we really do? So, uh, other than right now, cut to commercial break. That's the plan. When we're going to be back with more of your comments, of course. Hopefully, more of your questions, thoughts, insights that you have regarding. Any number of matters. Bilge Pumper dropping by. Uh, Reverend Jim connecting with us here. That's great. Great to see. Much appreciated. Professional douche. 
saying that uh, a level of hopelessness so low that they will now believe anything just to have something to hold on to. Hmm. That's interesting. Very insightful. Very profound, in fact. Good night. It's my bedtime. Hope to catch you more often. Professional douche. Jeez. Well, I don't know. So far, so good. For the glory of Christ. Yes, we are streaming, if that's what you're asking here. Uh, DK Spiracy. See if we got any newbies up there who maybe have uh, questions that they'd like to send our way. Lumberjack Steve, Janie Walker, Joey Boomer. You can only listen for a minute or so. I have to catch the rehash. Uh, probably out enjoying a little sunshine. It's pretty decent weather here. We're based out of the central region, more or less, of the of the Korean Peninsula. So got to get that daily dose of vitamin D, folks. That'll really help to not only keep your spirits intact. I mean, what what more? Every time I go out and it's a beautiful sunny day, uh, I mean, even if it's raining, try to stay focused and do what what I can to to lift my uh, my my spirits. But with the sun out shining and the vitamin D, uh, just you know, as we absorb it like a sponge, really, that's how it works. Our our skin, of course, is the largest organ that we that we have. Apparently, that's that's <laughs> real. Speak for yourself, yeah. there, buddy. <laughs> What's that? I said, speak for yourself, though, buddy. What are you talking about? Oh, the largest organ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, little joke. People. <laughs> Let people work that one out on their own, of course. But yeah, I think we'll we'll cut to uh, we'll cut to commercial break here and be back in a flash. Let people know that uh, Canasense dot com is the place you want to go. Check out what they have to offer. We are a, an affiliate of sorts. Uh, also, well, with with them helping to sponsor us, we have received. Uh, a, a few items, a few items that have basically helped us out here. Bath salts, uh, uh, a sleep tincture, which occasionally comes in, in helpful. Maybe I'm a little too coffeeed up, needing to uh, turn to these knockout drops, as I refer to them. Have that safely stored in the fridge for now. And the item that we've been turning to mostly here, though, once again, as we've talked about numerous times in the past, is, do you, do you remember what, 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 that, what that is exactly? Uh, Larry, I don't know if Larry's still there. With Angel, you've been doing a lot of talking lately. Uh, Larry, do you recall what, what product, what item I'm, I've been making the most of here? Which, thank God, we can get these CBDs into Korea without any problem. Yeah, isn't it uh, CDBs like a a cream for your back or something? There you go. All right. Yeah. Two points for Pirate Larry. I don't know what what prizes can we offer here, Angel? Uh, he's a part of the he's cream a, for in, my back. Uh, yeah. Some cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah. Con, uh, oh, yeah, it's that stuff great. Looks good. Have you used it? Have you tried it? I've I've tried uh the full stuff with uh, uh that they make here in california 
Yeah. And it is a it is a wonderful pain reliever. It really well, is. Okay, so is it a is it a euphoric? Like because that's what that's what weed apparently is. No, it, it's not an archetype. No. Euphoric. Not if you put it on the skin. Right. So there's no. Uh, I, I hate to use the word narcotic, but there's no. I mean, it's all natural. Let's say it's all natural. Is that right? Yeah, it doesn't get you high. It just, right. It just kills the pain. Okay. Okay. Real well. All right. Now, Angel, now, go ahead. Yeah, finish up. If you if you take Rick Simpson oil and use it as a suppository, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go on a real trip. Wow. But, um, but sometimes you have to do that. Depends on you gotta you gotta go where the cancer is. Oh yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. Same with saw palmento. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something that I basically what from what i understand is good for the prostate so rather yeah, than yeah. you know we've got a few of these here on board uh you know and, uh, available at our disposal so it has been something i have turned to on occasion just a couple of times really to see how how it would all kind of go down or rather go up the the hind end as it were the saw pimento because that's where the prostate is located it's uh you, t- you put it up your 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 back end and it it gets in there and dissolves uh after passing i guess through the sphincter <laughs> that uh mm. it just it dissolves and uh, you know does its magic really so in a suppository form i don't i can't i don't understand why more people i mean i'm sure there's some of our listeners that have turned to this method and and used it in various capacities for whatever reason uh but it's definitely something that for more people it would be great to have this information passed along and, and share in a helpful manner so that's the whole one thing about canisense they make uh, wonderful products work and uh you know you can you can get a whole array of cdbs uh which are, are very effective at uh, reducing pain and tension. Yeah. Have you tried them personally then yourself out of via Canisense? Is that what we're, we're hearing? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been able to get Canisense, but I, I, uh, I've looked at their product page mm-hmm. and uh, they have some real nice products. Well, you should. Uh, I don't have money. I don't have money. I belong, oh, I belong man. to a. Uh, Belong to a, a farm. Wow. That takes care of me. Oh, wow. Well, you know, Tina Morton, she received just recently here, and we're keeping this anonymous for now, I think is the best way to go about doing things. You can look at it as a tie-in partly to the Operation Secret Santa, um, the Christmas charity extravaganza, of course, we have launching here once again December 15th of this year it's coming at us uh in in pretty rapid fashion here folks so get ready do your thing help to spread the word share that operation secret santa link with your friends family and co-workers will in fact uh we'll go to the page right now as 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 if we can manage that is in real live time and have it have it 
uh, sent out to you here via the restream end of things. But uh, as you know, this is our seventh year, which to me is just pretty incredible to think that it's been seven years um, that we've been working not just on developing, of course, but promoting the concept and the project as a whole. So it, it is, a, a, as with WPRPN, the People's Pirate Network, Operation Secret Santa is a people, um, you know, driven project with you're, you're the folks who make the magic happen and you can tackle it in any kind of direction you can imagine. Don't be afraid to think outside the box. We're not just talking about cash donations here. We're also uh, promoting, of course, donations of, well, time is, is always helpful. And we got a few items coming our way directly to the world. Myself personally going to be offering some uh, guitar and, and music lessons. Uh, have that on the on the auction block this go around and uh just just to name one item there's a few more things i think we'll manage to come up with but see you know time is is once again and there's so much that can be done through the internet it doesn't have to be in your community necessarily although that's that's great if you can achieve that boots on the ground uh, helping the folks uh you know operation Operation, what was it called? Is it warm winter or uh, cold winter? We had our friend there out of out of Ontario, Toronto. Uh, she didn't connect with us last year. Maybe this go round, she's she'll manage to do so. Her health was unfortunately an issue as well too. So, you know, fingers crossed, she's uh, she'll have managed to make it through yet another year. But, uh, and that was, that was cancer as well too, believe it or not. So, uh, she was pretty public about the whole thing, if I'm not mistaken, but I'll just leave it at that in, in case, uh, it's not something she wants more widely advertised, not naming any names, but with Tina's case, yeah, she recently received $250 worth of, um, uh, I think it was like CBD type products basically. And that was through one of our, one of our network, uh, affiliates, crew members, someone who's, someone who's lurking, uh, around here in our midst who, uh, you know, shall to this point re remain nameless because that's one of the reasons we call operation secret Santa. Um, and we've also, we've rebranded things. We've reformed things. We've taken it, built it up to the point where it's, it's, <laughs> it's not secret Santa. It's, it's not the gift exchange, uh, type concept that people so often engage in with either family members or people they work with in the office, get that in, really completely out of your minds. Do not even, no, don't even go there. It's, it's way beyond that as far as, as far as things go. So, um, you gotta, you gotta, you know, we've been, we've been thinking a, a lot bigger, rebranding, remolding, remaking and optimizing 
you know, if you got something like this, Secret Santa Operation, Secret Santa, hashtag OSS 2021 this year. I mean, why not? Why not make it the biggest, best thing possible rather than something where you're just restricted or limited to the confines of of uh, family and coworkers? That's as far as it goes w- regarding uh, what the, the help that you offer throughout the Christmas season to people who could really stand to benefit from these random acts of kindness and generosity. Uh, what we have discovered is it's actually been effective, beneficial, helpful to the point in some cases where lives have even actually been saved. Believe it or not, folks out there who have been really at their wits end, feeling as if there was no hope, and then suddenly having a stranger show up on the doorstep with anything from clothes, medicine, uh, food, of course, always appreciated. And as John Prine put it back in the day, you know, someone who is willing to reach out and say hello in there. So, uh, and we will do that here again shortly when we return from commercial break. It looks like we have someone uh, new to the room as well, too, who uh, we'll bring on board when we catch you on the flip side. In the meantime, Canisense Cannabis Collective, canisense.com. And uh, we'll get a referral link, hopefully, to you there as well throughout the course of things here. Uh, With respect now to Red Dragon Herbs and Teas, remember that with any order of $25 or more, you will immediately receive a 10% discount if all you simply do is let Ryan know two words, either... Pirate Radio or Pirate Code. Medical cannabis is now legal by telemedicine. Get the medicine you need by getting reviewed for a medical cannabis card. Contactless appointments available at Canisense.com. For as low as $39, you can get reviewed for a medical cannabis card. That's Canisense.com for a licensed medical cannabis doctor review. Canisense.com has all the information you need to get connected with a doctor for a $39 medical cannabis appointment. C-A-N-N-A-S-E-N-S-E dot com. Canisense is common sense. Catering exclusively to the Des Moines, Iowa area and beyond, Red Dragon Herbs and Teas is a small, family-owned business dedicated to the creation of only the finest quality artisan herbal tea blends. Drawing upon many of the world's most richly established customs and traditions, Red Dragon Herb's mission is about more than just getting their products out to the market. They also strive to help educate their customers on the wider benefits, history, and folklore of all their plants. Of course, Any seasoned pirate knows when they're fixing to tango with the Kraken. You best be powered up with at least one of the finest select quality premium items freely offered 
via Red Dragon Herbs and Teas wide inventory. Choosing from any of their caffeine-free, headache relief, or rest and relaxation blends, history has proven their products among the best sources of scurvy prevention and vitamin supplementation. Red Dragon Herbs and Teas, bringing you guaranteed homegrown health relief. Red Dragon Herbs and Teas, bringing you guaranteed homegrown health relief. RedDragonHerbs.net is the website. Of course, you'll want to drop by. Hopefully, you'll take the time to check out our other sponsor as well, too, via SimplyCanAssence.com. All right, we are back for what will be the home stretch the next uh Potential 90 minutes, really, is what we're looking at here. Uh, so, fingers crossed, everything will be relative smooth sailing. I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, more great quality conversation. A few callbacks, as it were, regarding what we've hashed over already to this point. And we will do our best to get into the news of the day as we've laid out here via uh, the the talking points that we have available, which people can pick up courtesy of our Patreon page and account. Let's not forget for the very low and affordable price of $1, 50%, half of which goes directly back to charity. That's the way things work here within the context of the network. Typically, there's a lot of uh, this redistribution factor that uh, and principle that, that plays into things. We've been accused from one side of being, oh, Robin Hood, too communistic. And then the other, of course, uh, too much in the way of uh, capitalists and opportunists. So I've heard it from both sides personally, which is, I find very amusing, <laughs> very amusing. And it kind of leads me to think that, Hmm, maybe we've got something here after all. So uh, stuck in the middle with you. Well, if so, certainly not in a bad way. Let's, let's put it that way. You know, happy to be here stuck in the middle with you. So, uh, okay, yeah, we'd like to get we'll get into the talking points of the day, items that in some cases, at least we've yet to cover to this point. There's a big election, gubernatorial race, I guess, wrapping up out of Virginia uh, as we speak from what I gather and assuming that Dominion hasn't played too much of a role in that electronic voting, as it's known. The the rigged, phony electronic voting has been completely rendered null and void. Another item we, we need to add to our, our political party platform. Uh, you know, things will definitely come across as a genuinely more free and fair election, something the world could 
definitely stand to benefit a lot more from, obviously. So, but in the meantime, we have got a new guest, someone who's dropped in here, looks like, waiting patiently uh, in the on the sidelines. Yvonne, are you with us uh, via Coquitlam, BC? Uh, we can see your icon. How you doing? Yeah, doing fine, Jaffe. How you doing, bud? Great. I love the new. I love the new character uh, logo and icon. Is that a recent picture? Yeah. Um, last Saturday, I believe. Could Could you send that to me, please? Which Which one are you talking about? Well, you with the beret. It looks like very Bruce Coburn esque. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, it was my French costume for Halloween. If I, if I had a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. You know, Check. once back in the day, I, it's so funny because people have never been able to peg me down politically. It seems like they struggle, really frustrated. It's like one thing or the next, and it's it's really hilarious. Uh, not that really, I really wonder too, when it comes to all this this conversation that we have, dialogue, discourse, back and forth, hashing things over in the long run in the wider context what does it even really matter that's what i'd like to know what impact do we really have in affecting society in a positive way does it is it even worth our time or are we just here more uh finding ourselves practicing a kind of i wouldn't say necessarily mental masturbation so much as intellectual gymnastics more than anything well, that you know yeah you know um i think um republicans won virginia tonight oh, oh really the kin, kin yeah. what's his name kin kin folk or kin uh yunkin kin, kin young, Yun, young yeah yeah he was leading uh in every poll uh, as of recent as a couple of days ago and he was down like like 15 points about two months ago or a month and a half ago, until uh, McAlfie made the uh, horrible mistake of saying that parents shouldn't be involved in their kids, uh, you know, teaching at schools. Uh, yeah, that is ridiculously stupid for anybody who's running for governor to say in, in election time, because you're going to get all the parents against you. Then they had this thing with the Tiki bus, which uh, it was dumped through the Liberty Project, and they were using it to smear Yunkins and smear Trump, and it turned out the Liberty uh, people are all involved with McAlfie and with the left. Uh, and then, of course, when uh, Biden, Sleepy Creepy Joe, came out and, and tried to rally the crowd, the crowd actually went and started chanting, we love Trump, we love Trump, we want, and he started like, and then he started like switching his conversation into Trump, instead of talking about why he's there to promote this candidate. So it really, I, I believe all that backfired on them, because they still think that America hates Trump. It's the mainstream media and the radical left to hate Trump. America, I think, is on board. I mean, number one star in the country. Let's go, Brandon. You know, yeah. if it's there for a reason, yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, Mockingbird Media. Don't forget that that uh, critical little catchphrase as well, too, Angel. The, the Mockingbird Media. Because really, that's what they are. They're so heavily riddled and infested with their CIA assets and wow. on other miscellaneous intelligence agencies, too, that as per what we were referring to and had brought up earlier, I don't know if you 
caught it or not, Yvonne, but in the UK, partly perhaps because just the level of corruption that there is within the public sector, society at large, that there was an, an initiative, an effort to uh, work towards establishing greater transparency when it came to membership in any fraternal organization or secret society that people have otherwise sworn blood oaths to in support of, if, if you follow what I'm getting at. So the, with dual loyalties essentially being the issue. And uh, so why, why not something like that more finding itself? We, we covered this already earlier, of course, uh, but North America could stand to benefit from that as well. It's just because we don't have any independent voices that they're all muted out and as it is the established media they dictate they they the narrative as it is the talking points of the day uh so many filters so many spin uh, so much in the way of spin and we rarely ever get a chance to hear the real things that we many of us want to discuss it's yeah. all it's all shut out it's it's in lockdown you want to hear a funny story Always, um, always, Yvonne, from you, thanks, every, uh, always, yes. No, I, I agree with what it is. better be funny, though. Dude, better dude, be funny. Yvonne, we're going to have that engraved on your tombstone. Want to hear a funny story? <laughs> oh, I thought it would be play your favorite song. <laughs> no, no, want to hear a funny story? I think it would be great for your tombstone. Oh, just, Go ahead. Just augment what, uh, first, just augment what Angel was saying. Um, uh-huh. They were... There were people like going to PTA meetings, parents complaining to the teachers, yelling at them. Uh, one girl, like one of the daughters, was raped or something in the bathroom. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. nothing. Right, and um, and then well, oh, know, her father got labeled a domestic terrorist. Remember, teachers' union in that had the FBI yep. keep track of these parents that were complaining. This is a funny story. It. This is somehow. No, no, I'll get to that. Story. Story. <laughs> I'm just augmenting what uh, Angel said. I'm and so that, that really pissed off a lot of people in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I get well, burned them. I don't think yeah. it has anything to do with it at all with Trump, but just that uh, parents want to have control of the classrooms. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, especially this story. day and age with COVID, yeah. especially with COVID, for Christ's oh, sakes. Yeah. 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 Well, the funny story is uh, I, might, I don't know if I ever told you this, but. Back when I was uh, growing up in Moncton, New Brunswick, when I was in high school, I was a, a Baptist. And um, in Atlantic Canada, a Baptist cannot be a member of a secret society. It's against um, the covenant. That's interesting. You cannot, you cannot become a member of a secret society. Were any outed? Did you, did you find that were any outed that they were secretly members and they... Uh... No, no. No, no, you can't. It's just, it's just, um, expected. Das ist verboten, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Hang on. Well, anyways, uh, when I went to cemetery, seminary down at McMaster for my master's yeah, degree, same thing. Um, I met Baptists there. Right. And in the, like what I was saying was Atlantic Canada, for the Brit, uh, Baptist Convention of Ontario and Quebec, you could be a member. And I actually oh. met a uh, Baptist that was, uh, what do you call that, uh, Scottish Rites, whatever. Yeah, did you question him Scott, on his dual loyalty? Did you question him well, on his I, dual loyalties? I, I, I was shocked, and I told him, you know, back east, you cannot be 
a member of uh, a mason or whatever, anything. And he said, oh, well, you're not back east, so. But, and you did, you did not question him on his dual loyalties, I guess, directly then? Just ask well, him I what just his thoughts said were. Back, back east, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, right, right. That was Anyways, as as I thought went. that was kind of funny. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> not funny. Yeah. yeah. We had a really good Halloween here. Um, well, we had kids come by. Oh, lots of kids, lots of candy, beautiful costumes. And I went to the farmer's market on right. Sunday as well. A lot of kids there. My buddy Barry was playing at the farm, singing, playing guitar. Cool. And um, well, it was just a lovely day. Is that uh, down near? The, is that down near the harbor, the inner harbor, or where is that? No, harbor? no, it's not. Um, it's up on the plateau, uh, Poirier uh, Public Library. Nice, nice. Yeah. Do you are now? Are these the buskers? Do they hunt you down and kind of uh, they come down hard on you if you're not licensed, or can you freely play wherever you like? Well, the buskers they they hire someone every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, either they'll have two for two hour blocks, or they'll hire someone for a four hour block. Right on. And um, they pay, I think, fifty dollars. Uh-huh. And then all the tips you can get. Barry, he make yeah. he cleans up. Uh, he make he can make up to two hundred dollars. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, uh, you People know, are very supportive. Talk. To, does he have any independent music recorded? Oh yeah. Um, well, he's got a few well, CDs. Well, like he's a even, pretty good songwriter. Good, excellent. Because Barry we have Wilson. Our, okay. Well, we have our, our latest edition of the Minds World Indie Music Showcase coming up here within the next couple of weeks. We're very much interested in soliciting uh, input, of course, contributions, people who have uh, items that they're able to send our way that we can feature and showcase. So, I send you a couple of songs of mine? Well, the only requisite really is you need to have a minds.com channel in place. You don't even need to post anything. We, you know, we, it's just the fact you got a minds. Uh, we would encourage you to post a thing or two. Uh, I think, and you do have something over in minds, as I recall. With the, I'm not sure how much content. There's a little bit though, if if memory serves. Uh, and Barry as well, just la- put something together, launch it, get it going, and if if send us some, you know, MP3s or what have you. And as long as it's a decent, relatively decent recording where the instruments are in tune and. It's, you know, it's, it's listenable that we'll be happy to uh, run with that. Uh, we'll need a bit of a bio, though, as well, too, so that we can, um, we can talk about all of all of our artists. Uh, this is the 10th installment as well, too. So we kind of have the, the format down and relatively confident we can pull it off. It's just a question of uh, because we only have a couple of weeks right now, we really got to put a lot of time and energy into making sure that the the musicians get back to us with their uh all their top tunes the ones that they'd like the the world to hear uh, directly so yeah there we go but it's great i love that picture man it's like we're talking to you almost on on video really with the, you got the it looks like some poplar or maybe uh what kind of trees not birch necessarily but some poplar behind you there at uh oh it's over by the bus stop yeah mm-hmm. beautiful lovely so Thanks. that's great and uh so yeah with the kids coming to your house uh you weren't one of these guys who 
uh, demanded vaccine passports before any candy would be offered up for you? Don't believe in that. No, <laughs> I said a little bit of tongue in cheek there. So uh, I guess there were, there was a few, a, f- a few around the world. So even if only as a bit of a, a bit of a lark, uh, I actually just saw a cartoon recently. I'm not sure if it was added to the slideshow or not. Sometimes we have some technical issues on that front, but yeah, it was pretty cute. These trick or treaters coming to the door and the house owner demanding that they, uh, they they show their they show their papers before they could receive any candy, you know, yes. or or else have to make a, have to call the authorities. Let me see your papers. You know, I almost have to call the authorities. Yeah, I almost got busted the other day. Actually, I got hassled in the the supermarket as a large kind of like an overweighty Korean overweighty. You know, Lotte Mart, don't you? Of course, yeah, you yeah. remember Lotte Mart. So, but uh, they're just at the checkout. It's like, oh, you got put on the mask, put on the mask, and it's just, it's it's like hilarious because I'm already standing on the other side. I've already I've checked out. I'm waiting for my groceries. And you got these these women who are maybe that they've been told it's their job and kind of their their heads on the line, their responsibility. But uh, they get pretty they get pretty uh, pretty nasty about the whole thing, really. And I just kind of shrug it off. I tell them in Korean that it's just kind of Corona's all BS. And I, I, I there's been issues where I've kind of well. Uh, it, become a little bit fired up shall we say and i don't know i kind of went into the whole thing that went down here last friday what about actually. the rocket launcher well you're the rocket launcher you're bruce coburn there kind of i know you're a big fan and everything and oh, who, yeah. who why not uh who wouldn't be of course the the body of work that the man is put together wow. over the years uh, you you met him i came close to meeting him i saw one of his shows up in dawson city twice, yeah. i hitchhiked oh, cool. i hitchhiked up to dawson city actually and sat there right in front of him basically like maybe i don't know 25 30 feet away kind of vip see it's great uh venue on all fronts nice. and then i just happened to be waiting out back i don't know i was standing out there doing something and he he, he merged from the the tent and just kind of strode by me rather briskly and uh, I wasn't about to you know jump in his way or try to uh, hassle him for an autograph or nothing like that he clearly was uh, maybe he's off to the john or something <laughs> who really who really knows so which reminds you you want to hear a funny story yeah, <laughs> Elvis Costello at the Edmonton Folk Festival a number of years ago. I've I've never looked at him the same way since hearing this, but Edmonton Folk Festival, Elvis Costello, uh, he he would not use a porta potty. He refused to use a porta potty. I mean, anytime I've done the porta potty thing, I've just taken the tissue that's on hand there and and wiped it, just kind of clean the seat up a little bit not that there's any you know there's nothing all that visible anyways it's just a matter of ritual and routine it's like oh gross you know someone's ass has been down here clean it up and let's get take care of business so elvis if you can believe he actually got somebody to go around with him and find a place a house in the neighborhood where they would let him in it's like hey we got elvis costello here He's a really famous singer who's performing at the folk festival, you know, nearby. 
And uh, would it be possible for him to use your, your, your bathroom facilities? No, go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the deal. That's the story I heard. So uh, now I forget where that, that You're came You're in therapy. From. Oh, Jesus, Elvis, come on. It's, you're not, I mean, some people are that neurotic, really. So I've never looked at him the same way, though, frankly. And uh, uh, why I had a it? friend in high school. He, yeah. um, he would never, ever, ever, ever use the bathrooms in the school. Right. Like he'd go pee, but he yeah. would never sit down yeah. on the throne. Right. So at, at lunch, he would rush home about a quarter of a mile mm -hmm. to take a dump. And um, like he yeah. just would never like he just felt like we'd never sit down on a toilet at school. All right, thank you for that. That's that's, that's, that is another uh, funny story, I guess, coming to us courtesy of the one and only Yvonne Malfall. But of, going of, back to Coburn, um, I yes. met him back around 1984-85. After a concert, he was putting his gear away, and we chatted for 20 minutes. And he's a really nice guy, very humble. Told him loved his music, and he talked about his faith, and came to faith around the album Salt, Sun, and Time, right around then, 73, 74, I guess. Keep going, man. I mean, some SoundCloud Kim Pop. Yeah, only sure. You, yeah. Only you can hear me. Go ahead. Talk while I'm interrupting. Yeah. And um, it was really, it was, he was a really nice guy, just very down to earth, and um, we chatted. And, um, and then, uh, when I was in Toronto, my friend, he said, he, oh, I saw Coburn last night, you know, he was down at the horseshoe. And I yelled at him, I go, why didn't you tell me, you know, he goes, oh, sorry, man, I should have. Anyways, uh, he's in a band called Bambi and the Deer Hunters. And uh, you have to know, like, only, like, real freak fans know that that's the name of his band. And so... Well, a few weeks later, Roger's like, oh, Bambi and the Deer Hunters are playing the horseshoe tonight. Let's go. So I went down there, and it was just a tiny crowd, like 120 people, in the Horseshoe Tavern, downtown Toronto. And um, Coburn was up there with Colin Lindham and two others, like Blueberry Hill and all these 1950s blues songs and stuff. It was just wonderful. He was like, you know, three feet away. We were at the front and then um, I just said hello to him uh, at the back for a moment. Um, you know, he's just a very nice guy. The last time I saw him was in uh, Italy, Milano, Italy. Uh, he was playing Y2K summer festival there, and uh, Michelle and I went. And it was at this castle. It was a really cool outdoor concert. And uh, we were able to catch him. Uh, we kind of planned to be in Milan that day it's just outside the city and uh had a wonderful time i've seen coburn i think 11 times now damn that's a lot of times <laughs> yeah he's a tour of the maritimes all the time you know ah that explains it you ever heard of uh, john leguizamo the actor john lake leguizamo i have oh, i think so I met him back in the 90s. He had a movie called The Pest. And uh, it, it, you, you want to talk about funny stories. Uh, he came down to do the premiere here in, in Miami at Cocoa Walk, which is a, an area in the Coconut Grove area. 
and uh, they have a theater called AMC Coco Walk. And me and my buddy were down there because I used to work in the movie theater, and we went in, and every poster was the movie The Pest. And I'm like, this is going to be like the biggest thing since Star Wars. Oh, my God. And it turned out that he was just there for the premiere. That's why they, like, decked it out for him. And uh, me and my friend were, like, in the uh, same, uh, you know, uh, studio or theater that he was in watching the movie. And it was a packed house. And it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Horrible comedy. It was like Ace Ventura without the brains. That's how bad it was. And when it's over, everybody gives him, like, a standing ovation. I'm like, what the hell are they clapping about? This movie's horrible. And then we see him, and I'm like, oh, he's in the theater. That's why. And when he got out, he started talking to you know the, the media that were there covering it, and me and my buddy were like, like in the background, like you know, like like he's dropping, like you know, like photo bombing the whole thing, and uh, you know they did a reenactment, which is really uh, funny for Telemundo Spanish TV, and me and my friend were like, yeah, let's do it, so we did it, and we got a good laugh, and John Leguizamo was cracking up at me and my friend, and. Once they dispersed, he went into the bathroom to, you know, do number one. And I'm like, I told my friend, I'm like, yo, I'm going to get a poster and I'm going to see if I can get it autographed. And my friend was like, get me one. And I know the management because I was friends with the management from working at different AMC theaters. And I go to my friend Bobby, who's the manager, and I was like, can I get a, a couple posters? He's like, yeah, dude. He ripped it off the wall and stuff. And I go, hold that. I go to the bathroom, and sure enough, John Leguizamo is there whizzing. You know, he's standing up, taking him to do this thing. I stand next to him, and, I'm, and I look at him, and in a very funny way, I look at him. I'm like, so, you come here often? And he looked at me with his face like he's about to, like, smash me against the wall. Like, dude, you don't talk to another man when he's taking a piss. And, and uh, it was just, like, a very awkward but very funny situation. And then he gave me, like, this weird smile. And I'm like, oh, no, maybe he's one of the alphabet people. I, I wasn't sure. Uh, as we walk out of the theaters, you know, or the bathroom, he starts washing his hands. We walk out. And I asked him for an autograph. And it was really cool. He signed the posters, which I still have framed. And we got to, like, actually uh, go to Planet Hollywood, which was uh, right next door at the time. And we got to kick it with him. Jennifer Lopez was there before she was a big deal. A bunch of celebrities were there. Uh, and it was, like, really neat. But he comes over, and, and uh, at, like, middle through the night, we're, like, all hanging out at Planet Hollywood. And, and uh, John goes to us, so, you guys want any new uh, anybody's here at the bathroom yet? And we looked at him like, what? And he goes, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, and uh, that's my funny story. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Uh, if there's one thing that celebrities it really annoys them, it's it's people coming up to them asking them for autographs when either they're in the bathroom or a bathroom, even a bathroom stall, believe it or not, uh, doing a number two, uh, or at dinner having trying to have a quality meal and they've got fans coming up to them wanting them to to you know provide their john henry as it were so but great stories from both of you guys and a lot of comments coming in too i'm not sure if either of you can see what's going on here but uh, we got dk spiracies going at it mostly via Twitch and DLive. In fact, he's really dominating things over the last number of minutes. Where's Waldo? Welcome to the show. Good to see you again. And DK Spiracy wanted to call in. 
I suppose you could call in DK Spiracy, uh, Pirate One Radio at gmail.com is how you do it, of course. Anyone can follow suit and do so. It is the way that we've got things structured, formatted here. Similar as to what I think, Angel, the way you operate your Thursday night shows, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? That is correct, sir. Yeah. You've got something coming up this week or not? Actually, I do do have something coming up this week. Um, Thursday is, uh, you know, a free-for-all kind of thing. Uh, Sunday, I'm booking Bill Burns uh, from UFO Hunters. I'm, I'm trying to get him on the show. And it's not going to be your typical uh, interview. It's going to be a debate between me and him on politics. I've been uh, hitting Bill Burns uh, pretty hard and heavy over on uh, Twitter because he is completely taking that blue pill, and everything is uh, Trump, 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 Trump is evil, and uh, Joe Biden is the greatest thing next to sliced bread and toilet paper. I don't get it. Uh, he, and he and everybody who's against uh, Biden is a Russian asset. And I'm like, yeah. Bill, really? Come on. Russian asset? How about the laptops? How about the, the money yeah. that uh, he's getting from Russia? How about the Nord, uh, Nordstrom pipeline that, that he put back into play when Trump took that out? Uh, you want to talk about Russian collusion? There it is right there. But me and him have been, been doing this little back and forth dance, and uh, I finally had enough. I love the guy. You know my history with Future Theater and Bill Burns. He's a, he's a great human being, but his politics are completely like in the trench derangement syndrome. And uh, I've, I've just, I've had enough because it's ridiculous. I mean, not to defend well, Trump all that much, but it's like the whole thing that everybody's a Russian asset who's yeah. not pro-Biden. I mean, come on, get realistic. That's not how it works. But Angel, it's real simple. Just don't talk politics with the guy. Stick to the world, of the, the area, the realm of ufology. That, there you go. It's, it's, it's not that hard, I, you know, really, if you think about it. So... I, I look. We had a few people in the yeah. past. You're not naming any names because uh, that's just, I'm, you know, not the way to go. But there, there's been others that we've crossed paths with here, who, I mean, and I'm nowhere near the the tr rabid Trump cheerleader that you are by any means. But still, I get attacked just for not overly criticizing the guy or even saying one thing that's supportive of anything that he did, which I will, I will speak positively, uh, in support of anything certain people do, depending whether or not it ben it's of benefit or not to, not only to themselves, which is all too often the case, unfortunately, just look at Biden. There's a reason I was going to say within the context of everything you're throwing out there that he's won himself, the moniker hashtag Beijing Biden. You know, they're the, for uh, there's a great book, Peter Schweitzer, uh, Secret Empires, I think is what it's called. Peter Schweitzer, Secret Empires. You can find it on YouTube. Last time I checked, there's a full audio book there. And they go, he, he does a great job in covering Hunter's, the work that he's done as a liaison, as a prince lane, as it were, as these people are known. Uh, the sons of very wealthy individuals who are jet setters, really, uh, world travelers, uh, you know, business people making all kinds of connections. 
Uh, typically, you, you know, running things at uh, where we find 10% for every big guy, if not more, who's your daddy? You know, uh, out of out of China as well, too, let's not forget that the CCP itself, they are beyond the law in the sense that there is no audit possible of the party that any member or family that is involved in Chinese politics at that level and is a part of the CCP, they're beyond rep- reproach. They're they're untouchables. Uh, you can't, you can't audit them. They, it's completely, in fact, I think it's illegal. It's prohibited to be quite clear. So yeah, in that sense, it's, it's against the law. It's, it's strictly prohibited to look into any of their financial dealings or affairs, because as we know, China is such a egalitarian and, uh, equal, equally based society. Communist, it's, it's the, it's the perfect communist state right that's the way that uh that mao that's how he set out uh, his goal was to begin with and how things have have turned out exactly in in that manner uh not of of, of course you know i I do jazz yeah but uh you know i don't know was there something more you wanted to add to that we got to kind of shift gears a little bit well real real quick they're doing that here in america with uh the whole let's go biden song they're labeling that as an issue because uh he's talking about biden uh where you know i remember when trump was in office they had no problem doing the same doing worse to trump than that song uh you had kathy griffin with the the beheading of trump that picture with the bloody head you had johnny depp saying he wanted to blow up the white house you had madonna saying that she wanted to blow up the white yeah. house or oh, no, johnny depp yeah. was an actor killing the president i mean you know who talks like that who, who does these kind of things and gets away with it oh the left does but the moment you make it sound like let's go biden all of a sudden now they want to label this rapper a terrorist what Oh, really? Right. Come yeah. on, well, guys. It is interesting to note as well, too. We didn't really lay it out there explicitly, but a lot of talk of how the FBI itself has been very much weaponized against the American people, targeting soccer moms, uh, you know, people who just their parents that are concerned for their children's well-being. And they don't want, uh, you know, when it comes to mask mandates or vaccines or their children being molested by uh, transgender non-binary cis whatever they want to call themselves type characters you know in 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 the bathrooms or or where have you where they shouldn't be yeah but see that's really that's all. really uh, an outlier because it's not the transgender people that are raping the women in the bathroom. It's not the transgender guys. It's the perverted heterosexuals who purposely dress like women because they're cuckoo and they go to the bathrooms pretending they're transgender to rape these girls. That's why it's a problem. It's not because of the actual kids who think they're you know transgender because they would have no reason to rape a girl. They're not into girls. They're into boys. So why would they go and rape a girl? That makes no sense logically but it's the actual boys are perverted since they're 15 16 17 like what happened to that little girl's uh the little girl that the, the boy just like a girl raped her 
that's not a real transgender boy. That's a boy who's a pervert, a few years older, and he said, you know what, I'm taking advantage of this thing, and I'm going to go in and rape a girl. That's the main problem. This is what Trump was getting at when he was in office, and when Biden got in, he's like, no, if you want to wear a dress, you can go to whatever bathroom you want. Idiot. It's not the transgender community or the LGBTQ LMNOPA alphabet community. It's the perverts outside of the community that are going to take advantage of it and going to do the harm, like what happened to that girl. And that father was absolutely right. If somebody rapes my child, I'm cutting their heads off. I don't care. Take me to jail. Throw me. Throw away the key. But that person is not going to breathe air ever again. It's my child, and I'm going to protect my child 100%. To label that father a terrorist is a crime against the father parenthood it's a crime against humanity and it's and and it's idiocracy at its finest because once you start labeling parents who are protecting their kids as domestic terrorists i'm sorry you lose my respect and you're breaking a very simple human law which is to protect your young and we were taught that since the moment they were born and the moment we get older and we become alpha males we protect our kids we're bred we're, you know we're bred to be the the one that actually is the the caretaker of the home and that's what every alpha male is and again if you ever harm a child of mine forget about your life it's over i don't care if the law gets you i'm gonna get you because that's the way it should be and to say that that person's a domestic terrorist ain't to cover up for the rapist uh, you know that's where we're, you know I'm done. And parents should just start taking their kids out of schools when schools do crap like that. That is the end of the story as far as I'm concerned for that school. Every person in those PTA meetings who are labeling these parents domestic terrorists should all be investigated and thrown in prison. But we're living right now in the West here in America. We're living in a society which is catering to the most evil demographic. They're catering to pedophilia. They're catering to demonic people that are like into like this crazy behavior which you can only be looked at as satanism even though i'm not religious it is what it is you know you gotta call it spade for a spade that's one of the reasons why this whole issue of transparency with respect to the public sector school district administration boards uh so often dominated by guess who folks Freemasons and miscellaneous other uh, people from uh, other fraternal based backgrounds, uh, origins, and orientation. Um, time and again, you find it. You know, that's just the way it works. Uh, I, I kid you not. Do the work yourself, look around, ask around, and dig a little deeper just if only for clarification's sake but i can pretty much guarantee you that it's exactly what you're going to find and the fact that these people are not more above board as far as their not just their association or or membership in these groups uh but that they don't not only with the with the uh, membership in the the organizations themselves, but there's more. There's simply more that needs to be done. Is is the point really, and that we need for for public interest is what it comes down to. Obviously, 
you know, and so that's what, uh, that's what we're proposing and that's what has been done in the UK to what extent it was successful or not. I'm not entirely clear, but it's certainly an item that we need to add to the, uh, the pirate, uh, the political party platform, uh, even to the point where if we need to, to break away and, uh, maintain an arm's length distance relationship from those others out there who have uh, branded themselves political party uh, entities that, you know, so be it. I've heard some, some stories as far as Norway is an example of where you would expect the, the pirates to be a little edgy wherever you find them. Typically, I mean, that's what pirates are, uh, are, <laughs> historically they're they're definitely a, a little edgy but norway was pretty pretty politically correct unfortunately was one of the stories i heard and that just it turned a, a friend off within a very short period of time and he uh, uh only you know he was a member for for not that that long of a period unfortunately because of what he saw as just overly pc tendencies there via norway so but yes there we go uh now we are speaking of 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 uncle joe and a few of these other items as well too that well let's go brandon but uncle joe in particular you know, he, he made a pretty high-profile visit, as it was, to the Vatican. I'm not sure how many people saw this. Uh, <laughs> I interesting did. <laughs> to, interesting to note, he hasn't really, he hasn't really done too much in the way of overseas travel. There's, I think, he's off. He's actually as part of this trip in visiting the Pope. He's been making the rounds through. You know, he pooped his, you know he pooped his pants, right, in his visit? You're kidding me. No, I'm dead serious. Uh, hashtag poopy pants. Uh, Joe uh -huh. Biden poopy pants on, on Twitter. It's been it's been trending for like the last week. Uh, he really? had a bathroom incident uh, where he pooped his pants and they had to cut feed because he... And it was clear that that's what happened. Uh, and it happened not once, but twice. He was playing golf, and it happened. There's a picture of him with his pants pooped. And then it happened again right before he met the Pope, where he was like 40 minutes late because he had crapped his pants twice in the visit. And and then on the, uh, the one of the summits, he fell asleep, uh, the uh, GMO, whatever the crap that was, mm -hmm. he fell asleep, and his aide had to come over and wake him up because he was sleeping. Sleepy Joe, sleeping on the job. And actually, Jaffe, this is funny. I came across this just a, a day ago. He has logged in more vacation time and travel time within the first eight months to a year of his presidency than any president in recorded history, including Trump, Obama, Clinton, name them all. He has taken more vacation time, meaning he does a press conference here or there, spends the whole weekend on vacation outside the White House in his home. And it's on our taxpayer money. We're paying for the uh, flights back and forth all the time. So he's costing us in every way possible. So hold it. Just to be clear, he's taken more vacation time than all of these presidents combined? He Well, combined, he's taken more vacation time than Obama, Trump, 
and Bush Jr. combined. But when combined. it comes to like combined, right? When it comes to the overall spectrum, you can go back even further than Carter. And just individual presidents, he blows them all away in the first year of his presidency. As taking more vacation time, uh, more uh, flight trips uh, locked in. And it's just from him going from uh, a simple press conference in Washington back to his home in Delaware. And uh, or to his beach house, which, by the way, now, we the taxpayers are going to get saddled with paying for a fence around his beach house because walls work, right, Joe Biden? So you need a wall around your beach house. A guy who has hundreds of millions of dollars needs our taxpayer money to build him a fence and a wall around his house at the beach. Think about that. Look at the optics here. We can't have secure borders because no, I can't do that. Walls are horrible. But Joe Biden needs a wall around his house to keep his, you know, empire secured. What? How does that work? Uh, yeah, great point. Bilge Pumper. Christopher Bick. Who else do we got there? I think we saw Gypsy Mum. Dozer 420. Birdbanger. Ah, well, good too. names. Yeah, so, good names. Uh, we got there's a lot of them newbies. Uh, DK Spiracy trying to contact us here via Skype. Apparently, it's, I'm not sure what's going on. We're not we're not getting anything uh, coming our way. Uh, DK Conspiracy. So. No notification. I got a comment here. from our from our chat, by the way, on PSN. Uh, Danny Benton, uh, shout outs to him, uh, wanted me to tell you directly that he is uh, really uh, good with Linux, and if you want to hash anything out, hit him up. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, really appreciate it. You know, and we do need it. So he might be the guy to go to as far as the the audio issues here are concerned. We can give him a screen share. And everything. So it's Bodhi Linux is what we're running off of. And, you know, I'm going to take these speakers and test them out on another unit. And, you know, that's a way of troubleshooting, right? If the speakers don't work on another computer, then clearly it's the, it's the speakers. But it could very well... It could, look, I was... We, we got a fan issue via the, the desktop. So sometimes it acts up. I'm sure a lot of people out there listening have probably had something similar where they that they've had to contend with over the years it starts to make a little bit of noise it needs replacing i guess is what the deal is really but it starts to whir around and a little bit kind of off center which is really what the word dukkha means in buddhist philosophy suffering dukkha the analogy that's drawn is like a wheel that's wobbling down the road not in a way which is of uh, the most optimal and harmonious uh, sense really it could be doing a better job as it, as it uh, as it trundles on and and in you know in pursuit of its its journey the wheel that being us I guess so and if we're too hung up on the way that we're constantly lacking perfection as we see it then we get well, that starts to overwhelm a lot of us. We become even more neurotic and, and hung up, as it were. So, But here's the thing. What I did was I, when it does start to act up and, and uh, kind of wobble off-center or whatever the, the, the expression is, there's another, another 
classic case example of me looking for there's a term that that ought to be coming to mind centrifugal i think is what it is centrifugal it loses its centrifugal balance maybe i think people know what i'm getting force. anyways i centrifugal i think I, it's force what you no, think no, no 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 it doesn't no the no it's, it's the it's not the force itself that's the issue it's it's the way that it's running it, it's wobbling it's it's off it's off kilter basically but anyways uh I take it, you just take a fist is what I've been doing here. I'm just whacking the back of the computer. Uh, it took me the longest time to track down what the, where's this noise coming from? What the hell? Do I got some kind of like a mouse or something here? Like a, not a computer mouse, but a, an actual little creature running around making noise in the, the bookshelf, uh, the stand here, what's going on. So, but I, I've been, uh, kind of smacking the, the back of the computer where the, the fan vent is and, and uh, that that seems to seems to do the trick. Basically, problem is is that uh, it. I'm thinking it may have somehow dislodged or caused problems with the sound card. Potentially, not a hundred percent sure about that. We will see. And uh, I've still got sound on when I do you know plug things in via the other computer. We have sound over there. Uh, through the headphones. So that's, I don't know, if we did lose the sound card altogether, I would, I'm guessing that the headphones wouldn't work either. You know, it'd be completely, just everything would be uh, totally offline. So we'll get more into this when we talk to, you know, Danny, for example, or thankfully we picked up another, uh, guy that we've been working with here behind the scenes basically he's been providing a little freelance assistance so someone that will be bringing on the show here at some point and discussing a few technical matters including linux as well as his life via santa cruz california is where he happens to be based out of so don't want to really say too much more than that right now. Uh, Deconspiracy, why can't I get registered on Skype? Or do you have lots of people trying? I, apparently, yeah, we've got, we've just been hit really hard this go around there. From, word has it now, there are hundreds of thousands of people that have suddenly been trying to sign up and contact us here via Skype. High Radio Podcasts has, from out of the blue, become all the rage. And people are now turning to us as an alternative source of quality news and information. So that could have something to do with it. It's the excessive uh, demand and uh, <laughs> uh, unmanageable numbers. So... But anyways, Reverend Jim, uh, it looks like he's hosting us. Bazillions of people wanting to get on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, 17 million people. Yeah, look out BTS. We're, we're coming for you. <laughs> 11 BTS. <laughs> Dear God. But uh, so Deconspiracy mostly talking about he's been banned from a few places across social media. He's trying to get in touch with us here and and uh, share that with our listeners. But 
this is the sort of thing that is a little tricky, of course. We typically like to do this uh, before the show kicks off, have it all worked out ahead of time rather than have to to uh, kind of fumble around and try to see that we've we can manage to line everything up in real live time. Uh, but we're not getting any notifications as it is. Once again, if we were, then we would definitely add you pirate one radio at gmail.com is simply how you do it. Make sure your account is in place together on Skype. Search for that email address, pirate one. That's the numeral one. Don't forget not. You don't have to spell out anything. It's not O N E. It's just the numeral one radio at gmail.com. And it, it really should be a breeze, but, uh, Skype is on. It says we have too many people. Well, could be. Let's see what we got here. Bill Pumper talking about how they got up early, extra early, and pulled a second shift on his regular night off. Usually never happens. Isn't that something? Well, that's 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 great. You know, great for him, great for everybody, I suppose. I'm not sure if he's a family man or not, but you know, he did make a really interesting comment here earlier that I saw. And in addition to all this, let me just say that congratulations. We've received a hundred messages today with restream chat. So we're going to tweet that. We're going to, uh, uh, tweet that out. If we can, <laughs> if we can manage, I see what he's done. You know, he's gone into the, let me just, let me just see what we can do here. He's gone into the green room. So let's, let's see if we can take care of this on the fly. Bloody hell. Now he's see, this is the thing. I don't understand how Skype works exactly other than, uh, as far as these, these, this whole business is concerned. He's called up 73 people via, via the green room. And, uh, ah, that's not good. Yeah. That's just not the sort of thing you want to be doing. No, he's kind of flailing around and <laughs> he's like, you know, wondering like, how the hell to uh, connect with us here. So, yeah, you don't want to call 73 people up in the green room. That's I, I, I wish that we could kind of actually there's no option to shut that down, is there, to take that offline? No, but I could monitor that for you. If you want people just to message that you want to get on and I'll let you know in private and I'll, I'll bring them on. It'll make it a lot easier. I mean, I, that's easy to manage. That's really not that's a big deal. That's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of yeah. the point of the green room in, in some ways, for sure. And but don't call room. all 73 people. Please, people, no, just don't do that. Definitely don't. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, let's see. He's trying to call Jaffe now on the other, on the, with via the other account. I don't think he's quite getting it here. So the fact I'll that bring him on if you want, Jaffe. I'm going to bring him on. Oh, can you could you do that via your end? DK, yeah, DK conspiracy. Yeah. Go if ahead. he's on, if he's in the uh, but, green room, well, I could I could bring him yeah. on without a problem. Well, just 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 yeah, well, hang on for a second here. Just keep him in the make sure. Just get things straightened out there in the wings. I got a few things I like to tackle here. Once okay. again, we've not really got to too many of the talking points as far as all this business is concerned, and we definitely would like to do that simply because we almost in, inevitably fail to really get into the whole the 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 meat of the matter as far as what we've put together over the course of the past week uh you know stories that are out there and occurring 
to the point where people are talking about these issues, of course. I think we've done a pretty good job in some ways, but just trying to open doesn't seem to be responding for some reason. So let's see what happens. Okay, well, there we go. So, yeah, Pfizer Senior Director Vanessa Gelman running from Project Veritas. Did anybody happen to pick up on this? Pirate Larry, I don't know if you saw this or not. Hopefully you haven't passed out. You're still with us here. Uh, if, if so, just be sure to unmute yourself. We'll kind of let these other guys take the back seat for the time being. But uh, yeah, that was really something. Pfizer senior director, Vanessa Gelman. What kind of, what kind of surname is Gelman anyways? I wonder, um, is that, that's, a, that's an interesting surname, Gelman. Hmm. Running from Project Veritas. Yeah. I don't think that was James O'Keefe necessarily, but oh, it was just hilarious. She that's one like that a, was running into the house, right? Yeah, she was like, yeah. She, I mean, you could ha probably she could there call up the FBI and uh, try to accuse him of a terrorist act. Why? Because she <laughs> yeah. felt terrified. She was frightened. So her, you know, she was she was she felt terrified. Therefore, the freedom to uh, ask her a few questions ought to be rendered null and void. Uh, that's just, as you say, the idiocracy, the uh, extreme, uh, you know, clown world really as it is that, that, that we're living through here. And, you know, it's interesting pot with the context of everything that's we've brought on board tonight and the way that's all been laid out there with the cover promo photo, uh, just, you know, among other things, but, when you're talking clown world, let's not forget Shriners. Just they got those Shriners out there motoring around on their cute little cars. Um, funny little cars, funny little clowns. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in many ways, of course, these are the people, not entirely, but they definitely do have considerable amount of influence and, and pull, as it were, as far as their typically a strategic placement throughout society, whether the banks or anything, you know, the big pharma, just look no further. Uh, entertainment, I'm not so, academia to a certain extent, I suppose, but once again, the judiciary, law, and so forth. Speaking of big pharma, though, and the infiltration, the subversion, the hijacking, and really whose interests are at stake, how many times now have we heard about China's role in the World Health Organization and how they, by and large, uh, dominate that group, which is very much, I mean, it's like they're the, what is it, the gold seal standard. When, when any time with, with big media, of course, it's always oh, World Health Organization or CDC or FDA, so, uh, you know, endlessly flip-flopping as it is, of course, and a question of, as to what we've been not hearing a whole hell of a lot about uh, within the context of big media, mockingbird media, conflict of interest. Look at China, not once again, their, their, their impact, their role, their presence within the World Health Organization and the, the world's top drug companies uh you know we had i think it was patrick 
Sean Pino, I think, is what he likes to go by. He's got a couple of first names, Patrick, Sean. So just Sean Pino or Pano. Is it John Potash or, or Potash? Depends how you, the accent, I suppose, what you really want to emphasize. But Sean, host of uh, Powder Monkey Podcasts, uh, Info, uh, in Pirate Infowars really is, is the project that is overseeing things similar to what we do here with, with WPRPN. And a shout out to Sean, of course, if he is listening. But I think it was him who laid it out there as far as the uh, Chinese, if you want to call them communists, they're really fascists. At this point, it's full-blown fascism. I mean, come on, give me a break. Authoritarianism, totalitarianism. You know, there's a lot of great isms that definitely seem present within the Chinese uh, power, uh, political infrastructure in particular, and the way that they, they're not all that popular from what I understand when it comes right down to it. The two faces that the Chinese show, the public and then, the private ones, similar to Koreans in that sense, and the whole business, as always, of either you know saving or, or losing face. But, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the hugely, hugely influential and active within the world of uh, big pharma and big drugs, really, right across the planet uh, Pfizer is a look no far, further folks look no further than Pfizer and every one of these other the vaccines that have been put out and rolled out as it were and are being promoted and heavily uh, propagated as it were there's a hidden Chinese hand to things more than what a lot of people realize there's a few hidden hands including it would seem the the queen of england going back to this whole business of uh rothschild zionism and pedof uh, you know uh, <laughs> freemasonic pedophiles hugely that's a in a the, you know, uh, Corona, the whole the whole Corona conspiracy and vested interests and uh, qui bono, who does it benefit? And like we've heard time and again, world eugenicists and and the like, the Vatican. Hey, they're they're really happy to vaccinate all the homeless and poor. That was, that was the first top priority for them. Justin Castro in Canada, of course, it was you know, uh, shoot up all the native Indians. Got to target them first, of course. You know, so definitely very much weaponized. The sort of thing that we can't even talk about via uh, YouTube, for example. One of the reasons we don't stream in conjunction with what they have to offer. Uh, Twitter, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out here. Uh, we might have our one and only now remaining Twitter account shut down on the basis of whatever crap they want to come up with really. So, but, uh, 
Speaking of which, now you were talking, or well, I had brought up earlier this whole business of Biden visiting uh, the Pope as he makes the rounds, a bit of a tour of Europe, little sleepy Joe, that there was a clip that we've got here. So we're going to try to fire off a few more of these clips. Time is running short. We really got to up our game here and, and, and focus, knuckle down and then get the job done as it were. So let's take a look and see, get everyone to mute out. Uh, bring this up here for people momentarily. And, you know, I think this was, this is some exclusive footage. Actually, I don't know how many people saw this, but yeah, he, in, in visiting the Vatican here is a, not too many people picked up on this, but apparently this is how it went down. You're still having control problems, aren't you? I just don't feel confident, Harvey. Come with me. I want to let you in on a little secret. Here we are. It's Oops, I crap my pants. Hey, how do you know so much about Oops, I crap my pants? I'm wearing them, and I just did. Well, okay, that maybe wasn't the item we were looking for. Oops, I crap my <laughs> pants. But uh, there we go. Nonetheless... It is what it is, right? So, uh, let's see. There was, oh, well, we've got, you know, we do have something else here, as a matter of fact. Because while we're on the, while we're on the subject, let's, let's get this out of the way. And who knows, maybe we'll get hit up uh, with, a, with a copyright strike on this particular item. We'll just have to see how it goes. But while we're on the topic, let's, let's cue this up. And, uh, for those of you who haven't heard it yet or seen the video, uh, let's go, Brandon. Theme song, Loza Alexander. Let's
little free promotion there with well i hope i hope we hit all the right buttons and had everything oh, a little free promotion as i was saying there with the mute button still on uh exposure for uh, the artist and his song of course loza alexander i it seems is the name that he goes by let's go brandon Amazing the way these things take off, isn't it? Catching fire via the grassroots. Spontaneous, liberty-fueled truth bombs, whether direct and in your face or more more subtle and satirical. So what was that line regarding, you know, the, the Beijing Biden, something that caught me from China? Uh, Angel, I think you, you probably know the lyrics a little better than I do. Yeah, well, Biden is known as Beijing Biden. Uh, that's his, that's been his nickname for a long time because he's sold out to China. I mean, that's not a yeah. secret, uh, and that's why he incorporated that into that. But I love the part where he's talking about, uh, you know, now they have to catch a body, and look how many people are actually dying. In fact, we had record numbers of more people dead this year uh, through COVID and uh, the vaccines or whatever you want to call it than in 2020. And uh, that's something that he's getting at when he says, now they have to catch a body. And it's hysterical that the media doesn't want to talk about those numbers anymore. Remember last year, Jeffy, I don't know if you saw a lot of CNN or a lot of these news media where they would report almost on a minute-to-minute basis people were getting sick or people that were dying. As soon as Biden won, that went away. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Now it's... Yeah, hashtag, eh, yeah. well, hashtag fear porn. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, no, it's it's like I said, man. It's it's the operation, you know, Mockingbird. The Mockingbird media has been highly weaponized against us. One of the reasons we do not watch television here, we've not been doing so uh, for the last well over ten years. We simply go about engaging uh, the interwebs as we see fit. And which is more autonomous, of course. It's much more autonomous than having crap thrown in your face. And then if we want to check out some of the propaganda that they're putting out there, then we freely go about doing so. But it's it's pretty bad. I understand that. And I think more people are waking up to the way that... Just look at the ratings. I mean, you've got the likes of uh, Stephen Crowder, Tim Poole, at Alex Jones, of course, no wonder they hate him so much. I mean, he's not perfect, of course, by any means, but there's a lot of great coverage that he's put together over the years. And he laid it out there for people warning us of the agenda that was in place. Agenda 2030, uh, to be to be precise. That's what we're looking at right now. Initially, it had been pegged and set up within the context of what they were calling Agenda 21. Uh, this is, is that not another Rockefeller uh, pet project? I think it might be, or is that World Economic Forum? I wonder who was initially responsible for that. So either way, we're seeing really uh, it's the war on humanity, World War Five. Frankly, and we got that great group over in place over on minds.com for anyone that wants to check it out, be a part of things. We can we can add the link here to the conversation. 
while we are streaming live. There's a Bruce Colburn group over on Minds as well with around not quite 20 people yet. Yvonne might be interested in checking that one out. And we shared the link there earlier in the restream. All you simply have to do is type in while you're over on Minds, Colburn, which is interesting because if you look at the spelling of his name, it uh, literally says Cockburn. So I'm not sure what sort of girlfriends he's had over the years exactly, or uh, <laughs> traveling, traveling musician, kind of, uh, they, they do tend to get around. So <laughs> got to be careful there how you, uh, or who you choose as far as your, your sexual partners are concerned. But it's just one of those things with the English language that, uh, Cockburn. So, no, it's pronounced Colburn for anyone who's wondering. Gypsy Mum. Oh, my ringtone. Jeez, I think she's got her ringtone is, could it be Let's Go Brandon? So, and they're really pushing back against that. Now they want it like taken offline and, oh, they're just losing it completely. The people, this is really, uh, they're ending up quite highly, uh, the term is discombobulated, <laughs> triggered or unhinged. You know, that sort of deal. So Reverend Jim, though, once again, let's not forget, along with DK Conspiracy, both of them really having to, I'm not sure what reasons exactly have been given, but clearly they have uh, overstepped the bounds of what it seems DLive regards as uh, acceptable discourse. Uh for whatever reason, I have no idea if it's excessive profanity or or what. Who's really to say uh, if I had more of a, well, more of an ESP type ability, we could maybe address that. So I don't know. Is this, Before we carry on, we got to wrap up here really quickly, too. I don't want to be caught flat-footed and, and have to uh, suddenly, again, race out the door to try to make it to work on time just to add as a little bit of a kind of a human interest story i suppose it's a bit of a pirate tie-in uh disneyland guests didn't know what they were in for when they stepped into the idling boats at the entrance of the pirates the caribbean attraction on sunday night so uh, we were literally trapped a disneyland guest recounts his unexpected evacuation from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride over to Virginia now here, pretty much real live time via Twitter. Election day 2021, Republican Glenn Youngkin. That's interesting the way his, his name is spelled too. As a, hopefully, you know, speaking of uh, the whole pedophile business, maybe he'll prove himself to be more of a protector than, than a, a, a predator. Uh, let us let us pray. Glenn Youngkin is projected to win the Virginia gubernatorial race, according to AP, CNN, and ABC. Uh, they're probably not Yay. too. Yeah, well, they're probably not too enthused or happy to report that. But uh, my biggest issue is I am where where are the other where are the other contenders? I mean, once again, it's better than the other. 
Well, he's, he's new to the scene, though, guy. Jaffe. Uh, Youngkins has been around that long, so he's kind of relatively an unknown. And uh, okay. and that's a good thing. We need more new blood uh, that has kind of, you know, America first as the agenda, not America last. And he seems like he's that kind of dude. So, And, again, the big smear was, well, Trump supports him. Well, it looks like that's a failure, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump was in Virginia uh, canvassing or, or uh, you know, what what is it called? Campaigning in support of him, which is which yeah. is not the case at all. Uh, although, who is the, is it the outgoing governor? That, uh, McAuliffe, is that McAuliffe. right? McAuliffe. Yeah, McAuliffe, yeah. yeah. And he, he did serve for what, one term? No, I think he served multiple terms, uh, but he brought in, like, the heavy hitters, man. He brought in Obama, Biden, Stacey Abrams. Talk about heavy. She's a big girl. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, surprised, he brought it. surprised they, they didn't have uh, Springsteen out there, uh, you know. Good point, yeah. To the crowds of ad- admirers and fans, which makes me, honestly, as much as I, over the years, as I've said here time and again, loved and appreciated the work that, Bruce has done his uh, with the politics and especially this this uh, partisan support, starting with John Kerry. I was just thinking about that today. Skull and Bones Kerry just made me want to puke. And actually what really just was, you know, as if that wasn't bad enough out on the stage with Hillary Clinton, Hillary and Bill. It's just like, oh, my God, where's the barf bag? This is and, it, and it, it's one of those things where it makes it then difficult to listen to his music after that. Although I I can do it, I I can I can do it without too much difficulty. It's it's not as maybe I shouldn't exaggerate that, but as because in separating the art from the artist, you know, I don't have a problem as much as some people do when it comes to that whole business. Although Robert De Niro. It's just too much. Just can't you know. Uh, ugh. Ugh, just no, not a fan. Uh, he just pushed me over the edge because of his, I mean, he was an ugly, he's an ugly American is what he is. He's a, he's a really ugly American, unfortunately. You know, he's even, he's people, he wants to, he wants to, like so many of Trump's haters, uh, lash out at the guy and attack him. In the end, you know, it's like Nietzsche talked about, be careful those who, cautioning those who go hunting monsters that in the end they don't end up becoming that monster the very same thing that they're trying to trying to eliminate or to do away with is is what in the end they become essentially Nietzsche had that insight you know and, and cautioning people to be very careful so uh but yeah we picked up a hundred plus two well, comments via the restream comment end of things. Uh, so that is really great to really great to see. Congratulations to everybody out there that's been busily uh, flailing away at their keyboards and doing all you can to have your voices heard. Of course, DK Spiracies hoping to connect with us here. Maybe we'll, I'm guessing, have things set up and ready to go for next week. So you can probably come in for the first hour, as a matter of fact, and uh, we can we can get into things with you. That's typically what we like to do, set aside the first hour. Although I must say, now with the time change, we're going to be kicking things off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon here 
starting, let's see, it's a seven. I think next week, next week it'll be one o'clock here in Seoul uh, and, the, and the Tokyo time zone. So uh, that'll mean that we only have two and a half hours to do the show. Whereas what we've been running on lately has given us that extra hour, three and a half hours to put everything together. So we're, we're really going to have to knuckle down. There's going to be a lot less time for kind of loosey-goosey banter and uh, distractions, I suppose. Could be, if only because there's so many issues that are out there that are currently active and present within our world that do impact our lives on a day-to-day basis. And uh, as Plato talked about, probably in the Republic, if I'm not mistaken, that just because you don't care about politics or if, if you want to replace that with current events, fine, similar kind of deal. Just because you don't care about politics doesn't mean politics uh, cares not for you so or takes an interest in your life. Um, you know, the way I look at it in many ways, it's almost like a you could say master-slave type relationship that has somewhat evolved throughout the years and changed not really in too many ways because we still remain tax slaves. That is obvious with respect to the communist manifesto. Let's not forget people for anyone who's read it uh, or looked into things that their long-term progressive goal is to get us to the point and i i think really we're we're reaching that stage here a lot faster than maybe what some people realize but to the point where we no longer even take home a paycheck that every single every single bit of credit that you think you've got you immediately hand back to the state that is a central plank within the context of the uh, communist agenda. So when you hear about progressive income taxes, for example, and you look at the state of affairs, how things have evolved over a hundred years since the time of when World War II came, or, I'm sorry, World War I came to an end and the rise of the Federal Reserve System in Canada, something very similar, which I'm not an expert on. And maybe, you know, we can talk about this more next time. i really been meaning to get around to watching a documentary or two regarding the whole matter, but it, they all work together pretty much hand in glove internationally. Why? Because of the involvement of these secret fraternal orders is largely what it seems. Uh, because as always, there's the truth and the, the official story. I'm sorry. The, when it, there's, there's the official story at, on the one hand, and then there's the truth. So there's always the two stories, the official, the official narrative and then the truth. Sometimes the two are the same or similar, but then other times it's, it's not really the case. Let's not kid ourselves. So, uh, although there are the types such as what Reverend Jim has talked about so many times in the past, uh, characters people out there such as his mother. Uh, I'm sure we all know a few of these sort of people who, unless they've seen it via one of the major news networks, it's not news. 
uh, or it didn't happen, or it's just not an issue that they need to be concerned about. I think most of us here listening that are engaged in things as we are throughout the course of our lives know that's just not the case. But, uh, as it is, there's a lot more that remains submerged beneath the surface of the water, the ocean, as it exists, and the iceberg that you see in front of you. There's a lot more that looms deep under uh, in 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 an occulted manner, unseen. Something to reflect upon, think about. Absolutely, you know, take into consideration. So rather than to falsely assume, so we got to be careful with that sort of thing. Uh, Christopher Bick asking, Reverend Jim, why are we afraid to be whom God has made us to be? Hurt, pain, we go what we go through to overcome, be whom he made us to be. Okay. Interesting. Uh, DK Spears, he's talking about, he's been uh, banned for streaming on DLive 12 times in seven months. One account terminated now. That's interesting to to hear about and and take note of. But uh, like we said, we're happy to have you on next week, DK. Not a problem. Let's not forget hey, as well. Um, Jassy? Yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Have you heard uh, this uh, singer-guitarist named Ryan Wilson? No, no, sorry. Ryan Adams? Yes. With an R? Ryan yeah. Adams? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I was watching a movie and had one of his songs. It's really nice. Uh-huh. Uh, the other day. Um, yeah. Um lucky now very melodic beautiful tune anyways cool. i just wondered if you were familiar with this music brian no. adams i never yeah. heard of him until yeah yeah I've, I've heard i've heard of him in fact i think we've got some of his music archived here somewhere or another and we'd be happy to give it a listen although i did hear from one source not going to say who exactly uh because it's kind of irrelevant in many ways it's a generic it's what's known as a generic fallacy anytime people are obsessed with the source it's like oh cnn said two plus two is four well <laughs> cnn two plus you know our adolf hitler said it's it the sky is blue today you know it's adolf hitler i mean come on that's just crazy how can you believe him so uh it's a generic fallacy but the fact is yeah ryan supposedly uh, he was up he's a, up to some really i mean it goes beyond the point of just like online mischievousness very very really poor decision making on his part as far as reaching out supposedly and contacting engaging minors and i'm not talking about you know fishermen loggers uh, blue collar type working people but underage uh, individuals, women, young ladies, and just being... Yeah, I heard a, about that. Yeah, a little bit, uh, I don't know Curvy. if they untoward or 
over the top where it's it just goes beyond the the realm of you know really you just wonder about what goes on in people's heads as far as they're they're thinking that what I mean, how stupid can you be to be acting like that for the first place on the internet, thinking that you're not going to be under surveillance? Like, hello. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everything is, including every little, every little uh, uh, the keyboard stroke that we register is under it's the magic lantern uh, technology is what it's known as. So, but I will check out his his music. You know, once again, the art versus the artist kind of deal and give it a closer listen when I have the opportunity here. Yeah, I'd, be happy. I'd be happy to do that. Not a problem yeah. whatsoever. So, um, there we go. Oh, um, I sent a link, uh, one of my songs on the chat there as well. If, if okay. All right. Elijah Wood touted a newly acquired NFT. Oh, Frodo, a racism scandal ensued. Ooh, so, and we have cats that are wanting to be fed here as well. Danny, we're just wrapping up the show. You got to cool it, man. Uh, he's a really noisy kitty when he doesn't get his way or when he wants attention. He's really special needs and he, he begs for constant, uh, basically affection and just human touch. He, he very much he enjoys being, you know, stroked as it were. And who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. I'm stroking my, I'm, stro I'm stroking, uh, stroking my pussy. I guess technically that's what we're, we could be doing right now. So yeah. I, I, now look, just for the record, I haven't undergone any surgical procedures within the last couple of months. Uh, you know, la a few years ago, there was something that was attempted. It didn't turn out as well as I'd hoped. But uh, that's where it leaves me right now. It leaves me stuck here stroking my, my pussy named Danny, the little three-legged uh, mascot pirate kitty. Now, back to where we were at. This is the way you start rumors and uh, people. Yeah, Danny Benton, how they're listening, he's not talking about you. He's actually talking about a cat. Calm down. He's like, is it me? No, Danny, calm down. <laughs> yeah, so... All right. Well, I'm trying to. There's so many browsers and things that we have on the go here. It's crazy. The fact that, you know, it's uh, it's a bit of a handful here. I wonder if we're going to need three computers eventually. One of the items we have in mind here, though, is a is an in-house. It's a server, a network server. It's called a NAS type unit, which it's going to run in the neighborhood of at least a thousand dollars. So, if, hey, if there's some wealthy benefactor out there that would like to drop that on us that amount uh will happily solicit you know ask ask that you send that our way pirate one radio at protonmail.com exclusively for that for that reason um you know the charity sorry the charity thing will have to take a break unless this is a multi-millionaire that we're we're dealing with and they can they can set aside even a little more for just charity alone but that's the one item that's come up here that we could really stand to benefit from this this nas type uh network server essentially so it's a i'm guessing it's a be around a thousand dollars but uh 
you know, moving right along here as we uh, shift gears and, and kind of shift things down a little bit, not getting to all the videos that we'd hope to. Bloody hell. Uh, let's see. Oh, exclusive video footage. Now, this is going to blow a few people's minds. I would imagine exclusive video footage. Stand by. Mute yourselves out there, boys and girls, because we have got this is courtesy the the rust, the set of rust with Alec Baldwin. This was just presented to us. Uh, I don't think anybody out there has even seen this yet. So this is a world exclusive. And, uh, you know, I haven't even looked at it, actually. So taking a bit of a risk. But I think we might be okay here as far as uh, what, what we're looking at. So let's see if we can cue this up and what's going on. Oh, this. <laughs> okay, that wasn't quite what we were expecting, but, you know, uh, hashtag too soon? Uh, you tell me. It is It is unfortunate somebody got That's shot. Cute. Oh, yeah, two, yeah, two people got shot, so, and uh, nothing to make light of, of course. Not that was our intent. What is going on here now? The, okay, we're not getting, things are not responding as... We would like so that's great we got that out of the way something that we yeah hey, uh, chaffee yeah um, did you hear the news um copperhead um saki whatever her name is uh ah Jenna, saki uh, to me yeah. yeah yeah she's uh she tested positive for coronavirus uh-huh yeah yeah she's vaxxed to the max too both vaccines. Oh, oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is another person, like Bill Maher, and several, you know, quite a few other people. They get vaxxed, and lo and behold, they uh, they suddenly find themselves. What are these called? Breakthrough. They like to. It's the label they've given them, breakthrough ca cases yeah. or incidents. I mean, yeah. come on, folks. The I fact think she's kind of hot, you know, kind of copperhead. Mm, no, no, she looks like Chucky the doll, but like. More grotesque. Uh, Don Mattingly from uh, the Miami Marlins here has, uh, has been vaxxed. The Republican one there. What's no, McEnany was gorgeous. Oh, I love McEnany. I love yeah, me some McEnany. But uh, Don Mattingly, Donnie, Donnie Baseball from the uh, from uh, Major League Baseball, he used to be the Yankees' first baseman. He's a Marlins manager now. Got COVID last year, got vaccinated once, then twice, got the booster shot. And still, this past season, which just ended tonight with the World Series, Atlanta won, by the way. Congrats to them. Uh, Don Donnie Baseball got COVID a second time. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, well, it's the whole thing. Uh, like has been predicted here, people taking these shots, they're only asking for trouble. These are experimental vaccine bioweapons, what some are referring to as gene-altering therapy. The ingredients that are in these kill shots, most people have no idea, not even the people that are administering them. They're just following orders. And as what we witnessed in history under Nuremberg, that it no longer stands as a defense. We're just yeah. following orders. So they could very well prove themselves to be, you know, doctors, nurses, people just following orders it's very sad of course but uh ignorance of the law is no excuse either 
uh, yeah. is the catchphrase we so often hear. So uh, along with let's not forget the right to uh, informed medical consent. That is sacrosanct, yeah. people. I think we understand that the right to informed medical consent, not misinformed and certainly not disinformed, but so much, so many of the ingredients that are being discovered, found within the, these experimental kill shots, utterly mind blowing. And people who are submitting, uh, to, and in many ways being cajoled, bullied, you know, just caving into peer pressure. People are not strong enough. Uh, in, in all too many cases, or they don't want to lose their jobs, uh, or any number of different reasons. I I've heard, you know, I don't want to make my dad or grandma or grandpa sick, that kind of deal. It's like, okay, all right. All right. And but then again, they're not doing the math. You've got more of a chance of being struck by lightning than killed by COVID folks. So really, is it really worth it? You think? You know, and ex- where and these, which the vaccines are proving completely ineffective, not only that, but dangerous and at, at helping to contribute to the transmission of the virus itself as it, as it continues to mutate and, uh, the variate, I suppose, as the expression goes, but, uh, Hopefully this, this, with respect to the mutation, will find it on downward trend and trajectory, although supposedly it's, it is said to be more contagious, that it is in fact it packs less of a, a, less of a punch than what the initial COVID it, itself did. So, you know, we've got to get to, uh, there we go, just one of the things we're looking at right now on, on screen here, vaxxed, it says just as likely to spread COVID as unvaxxed is a new new official study that that's come out. I say bullshit. I'm, I'm I, I I bet you more than anything. Truth of the matter, it's going to come out. They don't want it to, of course, but it will. Mark my words that it's it's more. You're more likely. And wouldn't that be something? Not just equally as likely to spread COVID, but more likely. What's going to happen then? You know, Justin Castro, uh, Beijing Biden. And, and yeah. Moon Jae Moon in here in South Korea as well, too, in case you're listening. Go ahead, Yvonne. Uh, yeah, did I tell you the other day I was at the swimming pool, and a guy asked me if I, got, had, if I had my shots. And I said, yeah, I had a shot at Jameson, and mm-hmm. a shot at tequila. You did. And a shot at Jägermeister. You did. You're, yeah, you I did. did tell you. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, but there's probably a few listeners out there that, that weren't that didn't have the chance to yeah. catch that last show. So don't check worry it about it. Uh, check uh, this out. That's now, it. Biden, Biden and Chomsky, yeah. but Biden, for one, blocking the release of JFK assassination files. What's up with that? All right. We don't have time to get into it. I'm just throwing it He's out a there. Moron. All right. Biden blocking release of JFK assassination files. What a jerk. Uh, now, the uh, Chomsky arguing that unvaxxed people ought to be segregated from society. Ironic, since uh, this is both shades of Nazi Germany and the very thing the powers that be have been working on manifesting for a long, long time. Hashtag red alert. What a, what a useful idiot. I used school. to like Chomsky. And have you heard his comments? I never dude, did. No, dude. 
No, no, no. No, JFK and 9-11, September 11th. Go check Chomsky's famous remarks on both of those and then see how much more you like Chomsky or not. Because I definitely lost a lot of respect for him yep. regarding all three of these these. These issues. Well, I like the man manufacturing consent. That's an awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Necessary illusions. Okay. He's done a great critique of uh, U.S. foreign policy with respect to the Middle East, Israel in particular. But he's he's a uh, controlled opposition, I think, when it comes right down to it. And just uh, you know, all those years at MIT, you know, come on. So, uh, but he's, and I think he's, he's somewhat. He's a little bit on the senile side. Not as bad as, as Sleepy Joe, though, interestingly. He's he actually got a little more energy and life to him. And I think he's probably about 10 years older as it is. But just wrapping up here, because we got to head on out the door. Alberta firefighters challenged the vaccine passports and put the government in the hot seat. Go, Alberta firefighters. Go, British Columbians. We're looking at... Uh, Yvonne, I don't know if you have seen this or not. The, the picture is, thankfully, making the rounds here via the slideshow. Uh, in fact, if we have the chance to do that show this coming Friday, presumably with John uh, Potash, uh, or who knows, we might, uh, by that time, if he's not available, find someone else to fill the slot. Perhaps, hey, DK, DK Spiracy seems like a colorful character. Why not? As I said earlier, typically we do draw upon the realm of the underground, as it were, from out of the ranks of those who are lesser known voices and personalities. Hashtag WWRHD. What would Robin Hood do? He would work to help out the little people a little bit more than what they would otherwise uh you know, be able to muster as far as support is concerned. So that's that's a large part of why we're here, not entirely. And we don't mind going, you know, bringing on the, the more established names from time to time. Jordan Peterson, uh, we had E. Michael Jones on one point along the way. Uh, you know, Mark McDonald, one of America's frontline doctors, and, and uh, even Mark Meadows, as far as that goes, he what a what a great guy he was out of the UK. So, but the the point really is is to provide an opportunity, a platform for the folks who would not otherwise have a chance to get their story out to the world. Let's take a look at what we got here. It really jumps out of us. Uh, well, Prime Minister uh, Jacinda Ardern on how New Zealand will look under the traffic light system. Oh. Wonderful. What an awful pe person that woman is. Ontario's bill mandating vaccines for education and health workers defeated. Well, that's a, that's a win. Ontario's bill mandating vaccines for education and health workers defeated. Interesting. I'm not sure in the source there exactly, but uh, do the legwork yourself, folks. It's as I you know was stated earlier. It's besides the point whether what source it originates from. The fact of the matter is, when you get down to brass tacks, is it you know who, what, where, when, why, and how? Is are we talking hard news here exactly? Is this the deal? And can we report on things, cover it objectively, 
or is this a, like an more of an editorial kind of infotainment sort of piece that we're we're putting together here but uh a generic fallacy as well too people trying to shoot it down because of the source that it finds itself derived from but that's yeah it sounds great on the face of things uh, texas governor mobilizes national guard as border crisis spile spires out of control australian mps form rebel government after being banned over vaccine passport oh that's the sort of news i like to hear when will canada follow suit find the cojones um i don't know has uh, is that what they're finding in the legislatures out of victoria and ottawa demands requirement that you be that shot up with these experimental bioweapons before you're able to once again freely serve your constituents i really have no idea as far as that whole business is concerned miss nomer dropping into the conversation here right at the tail of end of things great to see you we uh we'd hope that maybe you'd been around you could have joined us here in the news end of things but uh she's talking about stay hydrated i guess is one of the one of the things uh, words of advice that she's got here for bilge pumper who worked a shift earlier than normal on a steady night off pretty drowsy this evening uh there's a cartoon blocking the chat i can't read all of it no way peterson was on well, peterson jordan peterson i guess we must have missed something i'm not sure what he was on we haven't invited him on this show uh I mean, I don't really see the point. Like, why? So, he would definitely not be top of the list if he contacted us first. Obviously, yeah, of course. I'm trying to scroll my, my way up here and see where it is that. Well, I guess I missed out on it, unfortunately. But Bilge Pumper had a really great. Oh, we can maybe find it if we. No. Bill Trumper had a really great kind of esoteric type. Uh, it's, it, Jesus, we've got oh, maybe 200, 200 uh, comments now in the chat. That's great. Really appreciate the support there, folks. In fact, one of the things we wanted to do here, we're, we're loading up the, the booty box over on DLive. So get yourselves over there, folks, or you won't be able to cash in on what we have available. We're going to don't let us forget now. Uh, either Yvonne or Angel, but we've got to, oh, here we go. Father Malachi Martin, a Vatican insider, his book, Windswept House, written as fiction based on fact. Satanic Freemasonry pedos have reached into the uppermost levels of the Vatican. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can believe it, certainly. Malachi Martin and the way he passed away was indeed quite a little bit uh, mysterious to say the least. We've got the booty box ready to go. We are unleashing what we have now on board. There, there she be. Uh, there she blows. Me hearties. Madonna's so here. At it. May the best man or woman win. Come again. I said Madonna's here? 
you know, they yeah. should close. Who the hell? Yeah. So look, we missed out on a few things there. Thanks to everybody who was a part of this week's live stream. Uh, geez, uh, uh, you know, have your say now, f- folks, uh, or forever hold your peace. We've got, and that that's, I'm talking to not only you, Angel, but also uh, Yvonne and Pirate Larry. So we're going to wrap it up here. Might be back, hopefully, with John Potash this Friday. I, I'm not sure if this is going to work with his schedule. We've been in touch behind the scenes. And it's not all about the CIA's war on rock stars. The focus this go-round mainly will be his latest upcoming book, Dealing with America's Frontline Doctors. Now, that sounds pretty interesting to me. Quite fascinating. In fact, we had one of America's Frontline Doctors on the show. We talked about it now a couple times this go-around. But just to remind people, Dr. Mark McDonald, psychiatrist out of Los Angeles, California. His upcoming book, Pandemic of Fear. Think about it, folks. Uh, Everything's all figged up. That's fear, ignorance, and greed. Once again, that we find really propelling, driving, fueling this. It's a, it's, I don't even know if it's a pandemic, to tell you the truth. I think there's some experts that have actually said it's not even an epidemic, truth be told. All of the numbers are largely in, overly inflated. Anytime, it's all the numbers game politics through and through you find this time and again it all depend on whatever issue it is out there large or small got to really take a close look at things and see how it it's being exploited for for monetary political means for the ability to uh to uh, exercise power and exert control over people who really find themselves, I mean, what is it with, with people that just so freely and easily they give up their, as Benjamin Franklin talked about, those who, those who sacrifice uh, their liberty uh, on the basis of, well, with the promise of a little temporary security in the end, neither deserve nor find themselves with with liberty nor security. So you end up losing everything is what he was getting at. Don't fall for this. It's a, it's a well, uh, well-known and long-standing, age-old political ploy, tactic, and strategy. There's a few of us out here that are on to it. Quote, uh, as per what Abraham Lincoln told us back in the day, it's, uh, you can fool some people some of the time, but not all of the people all of the time. We got to cue up the outro here. <clears throat> I'm starting to sound like Tucker Carlson. Hope I'm not coming down with a little bit of the flu. I'm feeling pretty good, actually. But Larry, one more chance here for you to uh, chime in. Sorry, you've been kind of on hold there for a while, Grandpa. Uh, I've got a definitely hit the road yvonne let's hear from you first maybe larry will be able to unmute himself by the time you wrap up we're going to cue up the the outro music hopefully there was no problems there with the screen share uh yeah uh, angel angel just hang on yvonne angel do you got the screen share is that okay 
Yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay, good. And and with there was it was fine during the commercial break as far as the audio was concerned. Sometimes yeah. it's been an issue. We got to keep an no, eye on that. Yvonne, quickly because we're going to queue up the outro. We only got about another 30, 45 seconds, guys. Let's, yep, just to uh, let people know, um, I'm an inter- interfaith pastoral counselor, life coach, and we have first half hour free, and uh, we have a sliding scale for those that can't afford too much, and we also have a couple openings for clients um, pro bono if people are really really poor they cannot afford it they're down on their luck great I work, and I've worked with uh, lots of people uh, excellent all over the world via Skype video harpo.ca contact me thank you well let's let yeah let's integrate that into this year's upcoming operation secret Santa if you've got that uh, pro bono we can actually have that as part of the uh, as part of the auction, believe it or not. I'll talk to you more about that behind the scenes here. It's pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, Larry, one more time, Pirate Larry, calling the Robin Hood, calling Pirate Larry, the Robin Hood to Pirate Larry. No, there's no Pirate Larry right now. Uh, we've got to put this one to bed, Angel. Only about thirty seconds or so. Hopefully, you can real get the quick. This time. Remember, guys, angelespinal.com. Please uh, ship me some love there on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash angelespinal. Come listen to me this Thursday and Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern, Western Time, you know, in America. I'll be live, and hopefully Bill Burns will join me, and uh, we're going to do some politics and debating. Till then. Wow. Well, at, at, tag, at tag me, definitely, because I'd be interested in dropping by and just like as a listener, of course, more than anything, uh, maybe shoot some comments to you via the peanut gallery. That's about it. But uh, it's been a great ride here, folks. You've, you've really done a fabulous job there via the comments section. You know who you are. Too many names to mention. Uh, we've uh, almost up to as many as 30 people here all together. We've got some cats to feed and an elf gig to get off to. Hopefully see you again this Friday night with uh, with John Potash. In the meantime, half of Captain Long, John Sinclair, and all the rest of the crew here aboard the Robin Hood. Tally-ho.